serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Hello, Renegades fans. Sorry about that. We are having some technical difficulties out here in the middle of nowhere with our internet connection. So our game is already underway with Ty Wilmsmeyer making the first out for the Renegades up to bat is Cole Wagner. Yeah, not the way we expected to start this one, but like you said, we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere and thankfully had some help on with the broadcasters here. So we're now on the air, thankfully, for that. But like Ashley said, just underway, Ty Wilmsmeyer recorded the first outs and now steps in Cole Wagner. The two ball count so far. Pitch is Call in there. Renegades game just underway. Yeah, they planned to do a pregame show. We tried our, our I'm, absolute I'm like, best. We totally but, did yeah. one. You guys just weren't listening. So this that's the one problem. Hit lofted on the infield, chasing after the shortstop. Ooh, did he get it? He did. Nope, both. he didn't make the catch. Ball fell to the ground. Wagner going to try and go to second. The tag there at the base, oh. and they call him out at second base. That ball just got past the glove of the diving shortstop out in shallow center field, but Alertly was backing up the, both the center fielder and the second baseman, and they get Wagner trying to advance to second base, and he is out, so now two up, two down for the Renegades. Bringing Luke Fuller to the plate. Didn't get the chance to really preview the starting pitcher for the Griffins. It is Jeremiah Coley-Caesar, right-hander on the mound. Has... Given up a hit already here in this top of the first inning, but batter was just retired, trying to go to second base. This one way up and in over the back of Luke Fuller. Sweet's now ahead of one ball, no strike count. 
So they give Wagner the base hit for the number two hitter. This one going away. So now two balls, no strikes to Luke Fuller. Very funny to hear him say like the same thing that we just said on the broadcast upstairs. Ooh, this pitch is strike. in there called strike to Fuller. So now two balls, one strike. Renegades looking to snap what has been a short but big two-game skid. Pitch on the Ooh. way to Fuller. Way up and in. So now three balls, one strike. These two teams scored off last night at Vivian Field in Jefferson City. Nevada took that one 7-5, to five, just their fifth win on the year. Renegades only a game ahead now. It's 6-9, and nine, low and away. And Luke Fuller will walk a two-out base runner for the Renegades. Up next for the Renegades is going to be our DH tonight, Jackson Lovich. So Fuller now on first for Lovich. Lovich actually, excuse me, not Jackson Lovich, Jackson Lovich. Oh. Apologies. He will now come to the plate after pitching last night. Came in in the middle stages of the game. Came in a two-on, no-out jam and didn't allow a run to score. So he looks good Ooh. on the mound. This pitch skips Luke away. That will allow all the way to second. Fuller to move Standing. on up. I sound so official. So now Lovich with a two-out RBI opportunity. Chance to get the Renegades on the board first here tonight after they fell behind 1-0, tied it up at 1-1, and then gave up four runs in the second inning. And before we were even barely underway, we're staring at a 5-1 deficit. We'll see if they can change things here tonight. It's hard to see the scoreboard over there with the sun shining. Pitch like low. So now 2-0 to Lovich. But yes, no, I see, agree. I'm like, see what, like, how many runs are there? Can't even think there's two outs and two balls is what I can see, but that's about it. Lovich back in. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Got him to swing over that one. So now Caesar still behind, but throws his first strike of the at-bat to Lovich. Brennan Perkins, left fielder tonight. We've seen him on the mound a couple times this season. He waits on deck. Here's the pitch to Lovich. Skips in, in there. But blocked. So Luke Fuller will not advance. Lovich now ahead. Three balls, one strike. Just joining us, Wilmsmeyer was out to start this ball game before Cole Wagner singled on a shallow hit to center field. Tried to advance a second, but was thrown out there. Then a Another base runner reached on a walk, and Luke Fuller, that base runner, moved up. And now Lovich walks. So back-to-back two-out walks issued by the pitcher, Caesar, and the Renegades have a couple base runners for Perkins, who will step in. So Renegades had three base runners already this inning. Unlucky for them, one of them was recorded on a base running mistake. But still a chance here to score some runs if they can get it done. With two outs and an RBI opportunity, here's the pitch. This one once again skips in there. It gets by through the legs of the catcher, and both runners will advance. Lovich not moving much <laughs> faster than a brisk walk with how much time he had to make it to second base. So now you can't even call that a jog. Fuller up to third and Lovich up to second base. With a one ball count to Brennan Perkins. So Perkins now, if he can find one to splash down in the outfield grass, could potentially drive home two runs. Especially with the speed of Lovich out there at second base, is the shortstop and the pitcher, shortstop Cope, and the pitcher have a quick meeting on the mound. We assume he's probably telling him that he's not going to be holding on Lovich here, so don't spin around and fire one into center field. Either way, after the ball to Perkins, he's ahead in the count. Back into the one. Here's the pitch. This one hit in the air, out to center field. Center fielder De Leon moves under it, and he makes the catch, so the Renegades will strand a couple of base runners. We'll head to the bottom of the first. Taking them out when we come back will be Braden Boyer. Renegades all tied up 0-0 on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. All righty, Renegades fans, we are back for the bottom of the first inning. Braden Boyer will be taking the mound for the Renegades, and I wasn't listening to the batter. Connor Culp Connor is up Culp. to bat. So who lead this thing off for the Griffins? Will be Culp, Gray, and Schneider. One, two, three. Facing yep, Braden Boyer. First pitch on the way is in there. A called strike to the leadoff batting Culp. I feel like I need to be keeping score on my scoreboard, but I don't have to do that tonight. That'll be fun. So now Boyer back on the mound. He's pitched really well for the Renegades. I'll give you the stats from his last start when he took the hill in just a moment. His time is called. So Boyer, his last time out, faced Chillicothe. That game was last Saturday. Went five innings pitched. Gave up two earned runs, six strikeouts, and six hits. Did take the loss of the Renegades. Didn't score a whole lot in that one. Now here comes his 0-1 pitch. It's Bunt. Culp. Fouled right back to us. So, so no balls, two strikes. Renegades got a couple of base runners in the top of the first inning. Had a one-out single before Wagner was thrown out trying to go to second. And then Fuller and Jackson Lovich both walked. But Perkins flew out to end the inning, so the Renegades were kept off the scoreboard. But now Boyer ahead, no balls and two strikes. He's got the leadoff hitter, Colt, behind in the count. Looks into the catcher, Hersler. He'll go into his lineup, the Rock, and here's the 0-2. Swing and foul, and we'll stay put right here. So I want to ask you, Ashley, are you still uh, potentially considering that plan of trying to go and observe this game from on top of the Renegades dugout? I don't know. It's nice and shady over there. It's it's an intriguing plan, I'll say that for sure. It'd be a nice view. We wouldn't have all these poles in the way because I totally can't even see Braden's head as he throws that pitch, which is hit right into right center field. Sliding grab me by the center fielder, Cole Wagner. Nice play. Cole Wagner. And that'll retire the leadoff batter, Connor Culp. Nicely done. Static. Yeah, that's not too fun. Uh, Oh, there we go. All right, up next for the Griffins is Seth 
Gray playing right field tonight. Sorry. Yep, he, right field. Oh, no, he, he just said third baseman. Jason Schneider, I believe, on deck is the third baseman. The lineup that they that we took a picture that of That man dugout. said third base. So we'll have to pay attention when they go back in the field. First pitch is fouled off by number 13. Wherever he's playing, we'll find out. So Boyer retires the first batter he faces thanks to a little bit of help from his defense out there in center field. I, I think Cole did some work out there. I don't know if I'd call that a little bit of work. That was a pretty, yeah, pretty good that job. That was a nice sliding grab. Regardless, Gray in there. He awaits the 0-1 pitch. Grounds this one out to third. Third Easy baseman, Shreve's got it. Throw a cross over oh. to first base, and that is two up, two down for the starter, Braden Boyer. Gets the fly out and the ground out to get things oh, underway. Oh, Collins at third tonight. Okay. Correct. Okay. He's seen limited playing time, only a couple at-bats on the season, but given an opportunity here tonight. So I didn't hear what he said. Schneider's up, but I didn't hear what he said he was playing. Schneider believed the third baseman steps in with nobody on and two outs. Facing starting pitcher Braden Boyer, been one of the more consistent starting pitchers in the rotation for the Renegades this season. Started opening night for the Renegades at Vivian Field. Here's the pitch. This one. Called strike one. That was a nice work behind the plate by Herschler. That one was trying to make its way off the outside yes, corner of the plate. Yes, right there. It was certainly on the edge, and call goes the way of the Renegades. So now ahead, no balls, one strike is Boyer on the third baseman, Schneider. This one low and outside. So now one ball, one strike. Is that the first ball he's thrown? I believe he... None to Seth Gray. I think that's his first ball. It's not too shabby. So 1-1 one, one pitch on the way to Schneider. This nice one in there pitch. called strike. That was right down the middle. So Boyer now a strike away from concluding this top of the first inning. Continuing a streak of some really stellar starts on the mound. Facing an evaded team that just beat us last night back in Jefferson City. So Boyer now has got what he likes from Hersler. Goes back into his lineup. Here's the one, two. This one foul. foul. We'll stay put right here. Man, seeing all these people walk around with their free ice cream tonight. It is certainly tempting. No, I might have to make a little delivery. So after the foul ball, we stay put at one ball and two strikes on Schneider. Boyer on the hill. Long. He's been he's been taking some long looks in tonight. But now he's got one that he likes. It's a good pause for dramatic effect. One, two is just up and away. Just oh, missed. That was a close one. That was a nice take there by Schneider, the third baseman. So he stays alive and now evens the count at two balls and two strikes. Oh no, those kids are taking my spot. You, you, are you in the mood to go get in a fight with some kids here out in Nevada? I feel like that would be frowned upon. 2-2 pitch on the way. Hit in the air out to shallow left field. Shortstop going out. It looks like he's going to get under it. It's Hopkins, and he makes the catch to end the inning. So three up, three down for Braden Boyer. Nicely done start for him. And we'll head to the second inning. 0-0 our score on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. 
Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Alrighty, Renegades fans, we are back for the top of the second inning with Joe Herschler leading off for us. He's batting in the number four, five. He five, is. Let me. Just, he's in the number six oh, spot tonight. Six spot, man. Yeah, we had a, a couple. Of base, we had a couple base runners I last night, thanks that. to two a two out walks. And first pitch was called strike. This one oh, in there. Singing miss. Herschler goes chasing at the off speed. Doesn't come up with anything. So now no balls and two strikes on the Renegades catcher. Leading off to start the second, he'll be followed by Shreve and Mazlowski. Levi Mazlowski. It's now 0-2 count on the way. This one up and in. It's now one ball, two strikes on Hersler. We mentioned last inning, Colin Shreve's getting one of his first couple starts this season as well. Does not have a whole lot of at-bats, but hopefully now in more extended playing time, See what he can produce. Pitch on the way. Hit in the air out to shallow center field. A couple infielders go out. Looks like the shortstop is going to make the catch. That's Culp, and he records it for out number one. So Herschler retired. Back-to-back Renegades hitters going back to the last inning have been recorded out after the back-to-back walks. Now up for the Renegades is number eight, playing third base, Colin Shreves. So Caesar, right-handed pitcher, is yet to give up a run despite allowing three Renegades to reach. As Shreves waves and misses his at one, certainly looked to be way out in front. Not a not a great swing on that pitch. He was a little bit off balance. But regardless, still in there. Oh one pitch on the way. Misses up, so oh, now even at a ball and a strike. Renegades looking to snap two straight losses after they had reeled off two straight wins. Pitch on the way to Shreves is weakly hit off the end of the bat. Pitcher off the mound to get it. He'll flip on to the first baseman, Man Warren, and that's out number two, a weak ground ball off the bat of Colin Shreves. That was, you couldn't even call that a swing. It was, it was basically a check swing attempt, and it just caught the end of the bat and rolled right off it towards the pitcher. Now Levi Mislowski is up to bat for the Renegades. Where's he playing tonight? He is at first base this evening. Oh. So Mislowski looking to continue this top of the second inning. 0-0 our score. Pitch on the way. Skips in, in there. The so now no balls and one strike. No strikes and one ball. Pardon me. Man, I'm getting some salty text messages. that were They're not liking me as much as they liked Claire last night on the broadcast. Oh! This pitch a called strike. Oh. Nabs the outside corner. Great work by the catcher to pull that one in to get it called a strike. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way. This one skips in there once again. and Two balls and one strike, bringing our count with two outs. 
couple pitches to Mazlowski and this at bat that have missed have missed way low. The flies in this this little box are gonna kill me tonight. Two one pitch on the way. This one's swinging and a miss by Mazlowski. That was certainly off speed and tricked him. Couldn't come up with it there. So now we're even two balls and two strikes. Caesar does not have a strikeout so far tonight but is not yet allowed to run. Here's the 2-2. Two -two. This one swung grounded oh. foul and will stay put right here. If he can reach, it'll be Taylor Hopkins who waits on deck and then top of the order to follow. Mazlowski gets the start tonight in the number seven spot. Excuse me, the number eight spot. Here's the 2-2 two -two pitch once again. This one oh, up high. I and now we've run it full. So a chance to be the first base runner of this second inning if Mazlowski can reach. Quickly working. Here's the 3-2. This one called oh. strike three. Just caught the outside corner. Yikes. And nothing as lost he can do there. He's retired the first strikeout for Caesar on the evening. So with that, we'll head to the bottom of the second inning. Stay with us on the Show Me Sports Network. Taking the mound once again will be Braden Boyer. Be right back. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business all righty renegades fans thanks for joining us back in the bottom of the second inning Braden boyer is returning to the mound to so the, face andrew picker yeah the Pickering. lineup the lineup that was posted in the dugout was all out of sorts so i'll have to get that reworked because in the lineup that we grabbed about an hour before first pitch they had pickering all the way down in the sixth spot and he's now hitting cleanup so this will be a fun sort of mismatching game until i get that reworked but anyway pickering looking to reach be the first base runner on the evening to reach for nevada looks at a called oh. strike in there Man, that sun looks like it might be right in Braden's eyes out there. He doesn't even have glasses. Most of the other boys have their fancy sunglasses on, but he is not not using them tonight. It's quite different where at uh, Vivian Field the sun is facing <laughs> towards us. Here it's facing towards the I know, players. I'm like, Joe probably enjoys this yeah. catching in the shade for the first time. This one it just nabbed the outside corner, so no balls and two strikes. I don't know if this boy's really agreeing with those calls. This is, at least so far, it has been a generous strike zone for the pitchers. So if that continues, you'd think we'd be in for a pitcher's duel. Regardless, Boyer had no balls, two strikes. He winds, and here it is. This one Ooh. grounded out to shortstop. Hopkins comes in. Mazlowski's actually going to take it, though. The that first is just in time. Yes, that was not. Mazlowski was, was on the receiving end. It is Shreves who yeah. made the play. Man, he's fast there. I thought Hopkins was going to make the play, but Shreves cut in front of him, moving like, to his nope. left, and threw a strike just in time to get Pickering. 
and four straight have been All retired. Right. Now, number 11, Luke Piazza is up to bat. He Piazza. Is, oh, Piazza, and he's playing first base tonight. Piazza is DHing. No, he just said first base. Okay, that's once again. That's They're not doing many favors here. He is in the correct spot in the order, but... He's playing somewhere, maybe. Maybe just hitting. We'll find out. So Boyer's retired all four. He's faced. This pitch is fouled oh. off to the left side, right over the Griffins' dugout. Into their little picnic area. It's a very interesting setup at the ballpark here. But, uh, there's also some bounce houses out here tonight for bounce house day, I guess. It's like an obstacle course. Looks pretty fun. Pitch number two is coming in. Boyer yet Braden to throw Boyer. a ball this inning. Pitch Whop. is well. Now you just jinxed it. Yeah. Thanks. Well, the way this the Thanks way it was then. going, I'm surprised that one wasn't called. They've been anything uh, east or west of the plate has pretty much been called as long as it's at knee level. So now the count is one one with one out and no runners on. Back in there. Here's Boyer's pitch. This Ooh. one does find Strike the zone. Two. Bends in there on Piazza. So now one ball, two strikes. Boyer's retired all four Griffins that he has faced so far. Does not have a strikeout, but he has a couple of groundouts and a couple of flyouts. He's now had one and two after the called strike. Piazza left-handed batter facing the right-handed pitching. Braden Boyer, he's got one he likes from Hersler. And here comes the pitch. This one swing. Swing and a miss for strike three. And he gets him on strikes. Oh. Joe, what kind of throw was that? Went for the throw around. Was not a pretty one. Airmailed into left field, but does not matter. His Boyer's yeah. retired the first two in the bottom of the second inning. And he looks to retire his six in a row. So Grant Noakes now bats. Have him penciled in the eighth spot, but he is actually batting six tonight. Hits you with two out and nobody on. Boyer has been cruising early. Looks to continue that here after he just picked up his first strikeout of the ball game. And here it comes, this one. First pitch is called strike one right on the outside corner. That sounded official. Mm -hmm. I'm getting better. Okay, that breeze, though. Hello. So now Boyer, after just recording his first strikeout of the night, ahead, no balls, one strike. This one hit in the Ooh. air, out to center field, chasing after it is Wagner. He makes the running grab, nice. and that will end Catch. the inning. So six up, six down for Boyer, and we'll head to the third. 0-0 on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10. Doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take the walk, Eddie! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. Alrighty, fans, we are back here at Lions Field in the bottom of inning number three. Top, top of, the third. of inning number three. I'm, top of the third. I'm very confused because we're 
on the wrong side. I never get to. There's been there's go away. just been about everything that is possible can try and get in our way. It's kind has, of a train wreck tonight. Has, has but done fine. it so far. We will persevere. So once I eventually get our correct lineup figured out, that that would be number one on the to-do list. I I was able to acquire it in between innings, but. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what's about to happen on on the field here. Taylor Hopkins is going to be up two back for the Renegades. Taylor is playing shortstop tonight and has been looking pretty good. And then we'll be back to the top of the lineup for our second batter of the inning. It will be Ty Wilmsmeyer. Cole Wagner will be number three. And if anyone can make it, Luke Fuller will be up. Renegades got a couple of base runners in the first inning on a single and a couple of two out walks, but we're not any able to bring any of them around to score. Actually, the two out walks moved up to second and third thanks to a couple of wild pitches, but flat was recorded to end the inning, and that leaves us here where we are right now. Braden Boyer has been awesome, retired all six batters he's faced. First pitch is called a ball. It's a little bit too high. What's their pitcher's name? Their pitcher on the mound out for his third inning of work, Jeremiah Coley Caesar. Oh, okay. Oh, yikes. That was a, a little slider change-up curvy ball, but we swung at that, so we're going to call that a strike. So now back into it. 1-1 one, one pitch is going to bend on in there to Hopkins, so one ball, two strikes. Caesar's got some off-speed working, working early. Yes. Back-to-back pitches, he is able to fool Taylor Hopkins, and now here's the 1-2 pitch, this in one. the dirt for – I don't know about in, in the, the dirt, that one. but it was pretty low for yeah. ball two. Caesar's been working incredibly fast. He's Probably a little warm just, out there. Just about the time that any of these Renegades batters have gotten back into the box. Oh, oh my goodness. Swing and a miss, and not only that, and the bat went the flying. So that'll be out number one, strikeout, first strikeout of the game. Recorded by Caesar, excuse me, the second strikeout. Got Maslowski's looking to end last inning. Up next is Ty Wilmsmeyer coming to the plate, along with a nice breeze. Just blowing against us, so I bet our home run count tonight will be pretty low. That was a betting woman. First pitch up and into Wilmsmeyer. Looking to get the Renegades on the board. They did not hold a lead at any point last night. Looking to change that here. Grounded just foul outside the third baseline. Wilmsmeyer looked to be on that one. Holy. Like you think I'm going to read Just all missed this? it. So Wilmsmeyer leading off tonight, playing second base. Grounded out his first time up. Well, Blake just hit us with six paragraph of fun facts about the field here, but I don't know if I want to say all that. That's a lot of talk. Well, Blake is an Aveda guy, so pitch is outside Wilmsmeyer. But we're the Renegades broadcasters. They have their own guy to listen to tonight. It's now 2-1 count to Wilmsmeyer. Caesar back on the mound. Quickly working. This one just misses oh. outside. So now three ball, one strike count on Wilmsmeyer. Saw Wilmsmeyer Pitch a couple nights ago. Now back in there. This one is outside. Oh, and a walk to Wilmsmeyer. So one out base runner for the Renegades. Looking to get something going in this top of the third inning. Up next coming to the plate with one out and one runner on is Cole Wagner. Cole is playing center field tonight and has had some good, pretty, pretty dang good catches out there. He has certainly made his mark on the defensive side so far this evening. Is had the sliding catch a couple yeah, look at innings bridges, ago. Though. He's going to have to visit Capital Laundry when we get home. First pitch Ooh. is low. Just kicks away. Wilmsmeyer's going to try to move up. The throw to we'll second. He's in there safely. That was more dramatic than you've been. Step it up. Let's go. So that was a ball, in case you were keeping along with us. Oh, 
Is there a little sass happening out there? Looked like we were giving some people some ug ugly looks. We had a little bit of sass happening last night at the game, so let's see if everybody's had a chance to calm down after a good night's rest before this we made it back today. Grounded to short, <laughs> Wilmsmeyer will move up to third, but the throw is over to first in time to get Wagner. So out number two is recorded. Renegades do move the first run of the ball game up to 90 feet from home plate, but it's going to take a two-out RBI by Luke Fuller to bring him in as Wagner grounds out first time he has been retired in two at-bats tonight. So Renegades had a runner over at third base, two outs in the first inning, unable to bring him home after Brendan Perkins Ooh. flew out. Coming in hot for ball one. Four was the first of the two two-out walks back in the first inning. Was stranded at third base. You're right. Pitch is hit high in the air out to left center field. Left fielder initially in broke in, now going back after it. Oh. And he makes the catch just a couple steps shy of the warning track. A long fly ball out for out number three. So Renegades okay. once again get a runner into scoring position, but can't bring him home. We'll head to the bottom of the third. Brandon Boyer headed back out there on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Alrighty, fans, thanks for joining us here at the Show Me Sports Network. We are back for the bottom of the third innings with Nevada versus the Renegades. And, oh, I forgot to turn that down. Oops. Braden Boyer is back on the bound. Richard Tomlinson is up to bat for Nevada. It looks like he is in the DH spot tonight, I think is what I heard. Y'all are going to be stuck with me for this half inning while Ben gets our scorebook figured out. So I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, didn't do us any favors with the. I can, I can no, talk. No, you cannot I'm, talk. I'm I wanted to try the whole it. thing by okay. myself. So that first pitch is in for a strike one, a little bit on the outside of the plate. Braden's looking in for his pitch, getting ready, and it's a little outside and a little high for ball one. So for number 17, who I don't know his name, Richard, Richard, that's like an old man name. Sorry, Richard. Oh, Richard fouled that one right back into his dugout, woke his friends up over there, bringing our count to one ball and two strikes for the first batter of the third inning for the Griffins. I'm going to be like Blake, I'm going to talk about their outfits. So last night, Nevada had their blue jerseys on. Tonight, they have their red jerseys. And another foul ball right back to his dugout from Richard. 
Our account is still at one and two. And the Renegades are wearing my least favorite jerseys, the gold ones. But I was talking to Mike on the bus, and he said a lot of boys really like the gold jerseys, which confuses me because I think they're hideous. But it's fine. It's A-OK. -okay. Coming in for the pitch. Ooh, that is right to Taylor Hopkins. Ooh, took a little nasty bounce. Throw to first is in time for out number one. Grant's, Grant, Grant Miller. Man, my ears are broken. Grant Miller is up to bat for Nevada. It sounds like he is a hometown boy, and he had a pretty pretty big squad out here cheering for him. There are no runners on it, and one out already for the Renegades in this inning. Boom! First pitch is a swing and a foul ball for strike one. Coach Bexton will mosey out to grab that ball out of play for us. Everybody will get resituated on the mound, not the plate. What's his name? Grant. Grant Miller. And that pitch is a little low back there for ball one. With a 1-1 one, one count now with one out and no runners on. Braden Boyer looks in for the sign from Joe Herschler. And the set. And the pitch is a strike. Perfect pitch right down the middle. I don't know why I didn't swing at that. Now we have a one ball count with two strikes on the board. This is very awkward just talking by myself. I don't know how you guys do this all the time. Ooh, strike three. Joe did much better on that throw to third this time for our little dance around. Looks like Mo's up. Okay, Mo DeLeon, I was right, is up to bat for the Griffins with the two outs already on the board. Mo is playing center field. I do believe he played against us last night, too. I can't remember where. I'm going to say in the outfield somewhere because that seems like the thing. Braden looks in. The first pitch is a ball high. Takes everybody a second. There's still some fans filing in here with that free ice cream. I'm very jealous. Braden's coming in for his second pitch. Two mo. Ooh, that one curved way outside. Four ball two. And I'm also very jealous of the shade on this field. There's only about four of our position players who are in the sun right now. We're at home. We would all be roasting. So hot. Foul ball is going to bring in pitch number three to Mo. Oh, we got some some friends out there fighting over the foul ball. And if you turn it into the concession stand, you get a free sodi pop. Yes, I said sodi pop. I'm that girl. All right, Braden looks in for the next pitch. It's another foul ball right back to the same area, bringing our count to two and two with two outs. Man, the umpire already needs six balls. What's happening? Brandon looks in for the sign. Joe's probably giving him something real good here, something real tricky. And the windup. And the pitch is swung. Foul ball, but the net caught it this time. Joe will mosey over, grab it, 
Oh, man, number 13 on the Griffins tried to get that. Sorry, kid. That's okay. Joe's just too fast. Taking a second for the umpire to get his new balls repositioned in his bag. Taking a breeze break. And we are back with a pole right in Braden's face, so I can't see what he's doing. Oh, there we go. And the pitch is swung straight up, right to the shortstoppy area. Taylor, oh, Taylor almost lost it in the sun there, but was able to make the catch for out number three. So the score is still zero to zero. Thanks for listening at the Show Me Sports Network, official broadcast partners of the Jefferson City Renegades, and we will see you back in just a second as the Renegades take the plate. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood bat company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Alrighty, fans, we are back for the top of the fourth inning here at Lions Field, home of the Nevada Griffins. Coming to the plate for the Renegades is our DH tonight, Jackson Lovich. Is that how you say the last name? Lovich. Lovich. Low. Jackson Lovich. So now that I finally can use my brain again, now that I have the correct lineup, is Jacob Strobel, who has pitched the first three innings of this ballgame. So have we called him? We've called him the wrong name the whole time? Correct. Oh, anyway, he's Man. been dealing three innings pitched, two well, strikeouts. Has walked three, given up one hit, but has not given up a run. But yeah, with the lineup card that I received was completely off. I was Whoa, that pitch bounced in. Now we have a two-ball, one-strike count. If I had to guess, I was given the lineup card from last night. That would be my guess, and that when I got it from the dugout, it was just not updated. But regardless, oh well. got a head on my shoulders now. So pitch is hit in the air, out to right field. Should be playable for out number one. Right oh, fielder Miller after it, it okay. and makes the catch. Solovich is retired, reached his first time up on a walk, but flies out here, and that'll bring up Perkins, who flew out with runners on second and third to close the first inning. Was I one was going to say that. One of a couple scoring chances the Renegades have had so far today. They had second and third with two outs in the first, had a runner on third with two outs in the third, but both times Fuller and Perkins were retired on flyouts to close it off. So Strobel has kept his line scoreless. First pitch Ooh. is grounded out to short baseman. Awkward little hit. Chance comes in, throws over to first. Piazza stretches oh, the bag, man. and safe is the runner at first base. They say Piazza came off the off bag. The well, yeah, because he was in the dang splits out there. That had to hurt. It was a good effort by Piazza at first base, but they say the throw pulled him off the bag, so that'll surely go as an error. And that'll bring Joe Herschler to the plate. 
So Perkins reaches. Renegades have had a base runner in three out oh. of the four innings that they have came to the plate. I think that the catcher is a little scared. He was telling everybody to back up. They must think Joe's something, something hot tonight. What center fielder De Leon has got to shade his eyes up there in center. He's almost directly in the sun. Woo! That ball was inside. Almost hit him. So Herschler popped out to the shortstop his first time off. That led off the second inning. Bats here with one runner on, one out. Renegades all tied up 0-0 our score. This next pitch is a called strike at the knees. Now one ball, one strike on Herschler. Just joining us, Braden Boyer has been dealing for the Renegades. He's retired all nine batters that he's faced, but the Renegades' offense has struggled at the plate so far. This one misses low and away. Just skips in the dirt. So now two balls and one strike on Herschler. Colin Shreves waits on deck. This inning got underway with a flyout to right off the bat of Jackson Lovich. Then right. Brennan Perkins just reached on an error. Trick question. Anyone listening that's going to text me and correct me, is this the same the same catcher we had last night for the for the Griffins? This pitch is in there. Called strike to Hersler. Because I don't know where Blake's sheet is. We might look for it on a commercial break. But I'm curious because the catcher last night was getting a little sassy, and this boy looks to be getting a little sassy too, so I'm just... Two balls, two strikes oh. on Hersler. This one. Way inside again. So now it's run full on Hersler. A chance at back-to-back -back base runners if he can reach in a full count here. Runner takes his lead off of first base. That's Perkins who just reads. Piazza does hold him on. He's running. Here's the pitch. Hit high in the air and out of play. Off the bat, didn't know if that one was going to stay on the infield, but it gets out over the fence. So we'll do the 3-2 pitch again, and Perkins will have to head on back to first base. Reached on a throwing air just a moment ago. Shortstop pulled the first baseman just off the bag, although Piazza did a pretty incredible stretch, but they ruled him safe. Oh, Quick throw over to first, and Perkins dives back in safely. Okay, you're being real aggressive tonight, Ben. I mean, usually the play-by-play -play guy gives a play-by-play. -play. Well, why can't it be a play-by-play -play lady? This pitch right swung here. on a miss, and Herschel goes down on strikes. And now two outs for the Renegades. Bringing Colin Shreves to the plate. So, air sandwiched in between a couple of outs recorded by Strobel. He's through now three and two-thirds innings. Has not allowed a run despite the Renegades having a couple of chances. And now Shreves, who grounded out on a check, check swing, little tapper back to the mound his first time up. Bats here. This one outside. Catcher Noakes behind the plate. Tried to bring it back in, but could not successfully. So now 1-0 on Shreves. All right. Beta versus Jeff City. Brennan Perkins still being held on at first base by Piazza. We saw him running on the 3-2 pitch the last batter. He's ready. Ooh, taking a big lead in the He's going to try and go to oh, second, oh. but now at the throw down, he's going to head back to first and dive in safely. And he's also going to take a visit to Capital Laundry when we get home late tonight. Thanks to our friends at Doc and Norm, who will be driving us home nice and safe and nice and air-conditioned in our charter bus. What's happening to the website? What is this? Yeah, I got no answers oh, for that one. There we go. Uh, this pitch is in there called strikes now. Two and one to Shreves. Trying to solve my own problems here. Catcher, catcher, Grant Noakes. This is, is the same catcher as last oh, night. So he is getting a little sassy out there. Two and pitch now on the way to Shreves. Perkins Whoa, off first, way, way outside. outside. Jinx. So now three balls, one strikes on Shreves. Is Strobel at least in this at bat on? Man, look at how dirty their catcher is already. He has had to go into a slide to block a couple, especially to right-handed hitters, and the off-speed yes. pitches have ended up in the left-handed batter's box. Here's the 3-1 pitch, hit in the air. Way out for a foul. So now it is full counts. 
Strobel's already got three strikeouts on the game. Went the full count to Joe Hersler last at bat before striking him out swinging. And now has an opportunity to pick up his fourth strikeout if he can get Shreve here to end the inning. 0-0 zero, zero score out here in Nevada. Nevada won last night's game between these two. Renegades trying to get back at him. Here's a 3-2 pitch. This one just outside. Good by Shreves. And now the Renegades will have two on with two outs. Bringing up our friend. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I know this. It's Levi. Correct. Levi Mislowski. Number 34 is up to bat. Perkins. We, oh, sorry. Perkins, who reached on the air a couple batters ago, moves up to second base on the walk to Shreves. I was going to say that. We have runners on first and second. Correct. With two outs. They do not hold them on with two outs here. First pitch Ooh, is... Swung and a miss for strike one. So number eight hitter in this Renegades order. RBI opportunity. Third, third inning out of four that the Renegades have sent a runner at least up to second base. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Hit in the air foul. and foul out of play. So now quickly oh, ahead, oh, no balls and two strikes. Pitcher Strobel has often been ahead of these Renegades hitters. Although he has, walk, he has walked four in three and two-thirds innings. And I'm like, we've done a good job of coming back. We fall in the count early. 0-2 oh, pitch is swung and grounded off to the left side foul. Man, but yes, Coach you, you are correct. Coach Bexton didn't even flinch over there. So we'll do the no ball, two-strike pitch once again. Once Meselowski steps back into the batter's box. Still a 0-0 score thanks to some great pitching on the other side for the Renegades, Braden Boyers faced nine batters and retired them all. Whoop, whoop. I told him before the game, I said, hey, you're going to do a great job today, kid. This ooh, pitch, ooh, the ooh. catcher started walking <laughs> off. <laughs> it was outside was a for a ball. He I thought. You, he's a little sassy. That ball, I, I honestly, I think that ball was pretty clearly outside. But the catcher stood right up he, and started taking off towards the Maybe he was out. thinking that if he did that, then the umpire would be like, oh, yeah, strike. Regardless, one ball, new, two strikes. Runners take their leads. This one hit foul. And once again, Levi staying alive in the count. He's ah, felt a couple ah. off here. Oh, I learned we can't sing last night. Sorry, Blake. I'm not trying to get us kicked off. Well, not even that. It's just a copyright copyright thing. That's why we go, go to commercial break during the national anthem. Oh, man. We can't even love America here? It's craziness. All right. Levi's coming back into the box with a 1-2 count. He's been fighting for a while there. That ball is low, and Brennan is advancing to third base, and uh, uh, Shreves made it up to second. And when skipped in there, catcher had a kick away off to his left just a little bit, but more than enough for both runners to advance. And now for all three times that the Renegades have had runners on in this ball game, they have gotten that runner at least over to third base. They now have second and third here with two outs. They had the same opportunity oh, back in the first inning. a little bit. Hopefully we have a different outcome this time. Pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Gets him to chase. Slow and away. Up with it in the throw. Down to first base. And that will end the inning. So Renegades Man, continue to put runners in scoring it. position. But they can't bring him home. So we'll head to the bottom of the fourth. Still 0-0 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need 
need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Back for Renegades Baseball as we made our way to the bottom of the fourth inning. Game that's gone by incredibly fast. Also, it's been an incredibly tough one here for us broadcasters. Always, we had Wi-Fi issues, then the incorrect starting lineup. So that's about everything that has been thrown at me in the past 60 minutes that it's possible has been. But now to celebrate, Ashley's gone on a little trek for some of the free ice cream that they offer here at Lions Stadium. And now back for his fourth inning of work is Braden Boyer. First pitch is outside and away. So Caleb Chance now ahead in the count. One ball, no strikes. Just realized I don't think I've ever given the full Nevada lineup since I was given the correct one in between innings just a few ago. So I'll do that in just a moment. This one just nabs the outside corner. Not a whole lot Chance could do with that pitch. So now it's a 1-1 count. It is Chance, Gray, Schneider, Pickering, Piazza, Noakes, Tomlinson, Miller, DeLeon, with Jacob Strobel on the mound, someone who I was incorrectly calling for about two and a half innings. So I do apologize for that. It was not intentional as this one has flown out in the air. Wilmsmeyer is going to chase after it and make the catch just in the outfield grass for out number one. And Boyer's dominance continues. So now we have one down the bottom of the fourth inning. No one has crossed the dish. It has been the Renegades who have been much, much closer to it than the Griffins have. Renegades... And three out of the four innings have moved a runner over to third base, although it all three times has been with two outs. And thanks to that, that batter to foul has been retired. So Renegades kept off the scoreboard. Same with the Griffins as this one has swung off and fouled into the mid of Hersler. No balls and a strike to Gray. Boyd retired all ten that he's faced. Struck out two of them. And now ahead, no balls and a strike to Gray. Boyer's picked up the pace a little bit now. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one is fouled off to the right side, so now no balls and two strikes on Gray. Grounded out to third his first time up. First time through the order for the Nevada Griffins. They had fly out, ground out, pop out, ground out, strike out, fly out, and then ground out, strike out, pop out. So a whole lot of things that end in out. Now had no balls and two strikes on Gray. The pitch is swung on him, miss, blew that one by him for out number two in this inning the third strikeout of this young start for Braden Boyer he has been on top of it good work for him so far for someone who we saw was standing just in front of us here at the booth about 25 minutes before first pitch he was about as calm as can be maybe he knew he was going to go out there and breeze through this Nevada lineup regardless gets three pitches to shut down Seth Gray on strike swinging and I'll face Jay Schneider popped out to short his first time up to end the first inning Number three hitter is in with nobody out. Nobody on and two out as this one lined out to third. Third baseman can't make the catch. Hopkins tries to throw over to first, but Schneider beats it out for the first base runner for the Griffins. That was lined to the third baseman. Trees went into a dive, couldn't make the catch, and when it kicked off his glove, Taylor Hopkins tried to throw to first base, but it was well too late as Schneider was moving up the ground. 
would assume that will be a two-out base hit. It would have been a nice catch made by Shreves. It'll be an infield single. So Schneider reaches first base runner for Nevada. First base runner that Boyer's given up here with two outs in the bottom of the fourth. Still no runs for either side. 0-0 zero, zero score. As you're listening to Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. First pitch is fouled off by the left-handed batting cleanup hitter Andrew Pickering. I want to thank everyone so much for being with us tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. Despite the Wi-Fi issues that kept us from having a pregame show, we're still able to get on the air basically right as first pitch was underway. So now back into the box after the foul ball is Pickering. Hoping to give Nevada their first scoring opportunity if he could potentially move Schneider up into scoring position. First base runner for the Griffins. Now Boyer having to pitch out of the stretch. Here's the 0-1. Grounded weakly to third. Shreves coming in. Scoops it up and will make the sidearm throw. Nice scoop at first base by Mazlowski. He picked that one out of the dirt on a hop. And that'll be out number three to end the inning. So Nevada gets a base runner, but Boyer works around it on just a couple of pitches. And we'll head to the fifth inning as this game continues to fly along. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Liberal Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Liberal Christian Academy, Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Jacob Strobel taking the mound out for his fifth inning of work. We'll start with the bottom of this Renegades lineup before turning it back over to the top after Hopkins takes the first at bat of this top of the fifth inning in a game that has been moving very, very quickly because both pitchers have been absolutely on top of their games early on in this one. Jacob Strobel so far, four innings pitched, four strikeouts, have given up three walks and a hit, but has done some very good damage control. He's actually stopped all damage, has not given up a run. His first pitch is it in the air to right. Right fielder Miller chasing after it. It's a long run as it gets into foul territory, and that will be uncatchable. So no balls and a strike now on Taylor Hopkins. Hopkins struck out swinging his first time up. Starting in the number nine spot this evening in the shortstop for the Renegades. So he's got a chance to get this fifth inning going as Strobel works to continue what has been a zero-run effort. This pitch fouled off off the mask of the catcher. So now no balls and two strikes on Hopkins in danger of going down on strikes for the second time behind 0-2. So after that pitch is fouled off, umpire's going to give the catcher a second to breathe. He'll walk that ball on out to the pitcher, stick it in the glove. Nice little thing they're doing here is that one was fouled straight off the mask of the catcher, Noakes. So umpire's giving him just a second to breathe. Hopefully he's all right. Coaches haven't came out to even see him as he's just crouching behind the plate. Umpire now asks if he's good to go, and he gives him 
the A-OK. So we'll go back to work on Taylor Hopkins. Quickly ahead, no balls and two strikes on the number nine hitter to start this top of the fifth inning for the Renegades. Ty Wilmsmeyer and Cole Wagner will follow. Both of those two have reached base once. Here's the 0-2. Swing and a miss. Foul tip into the catcher's glove. And three pitches to retire Taylor Hopkins to get this fifth inning underway. Fifth strikeout of the evening for Strobel. He has recorded a strikeout in each of the last three innings now. Each of the last four if you include that one right there. And now goes to work on the leadoff batter and second baseman Ty Wilmsmeyer. This one gets the line of the chalk and actually had some of it skip up and blow out over towards the left side on the low and away pitch for ball one. So Wilmsmeyer looking to get something going for the Renegades at the top of this lineup. Here comes the 1-0 pitch. This one bends in there and is a college strike. Wilmsmeyer seen him play mostly outfield and take the mound a couple of times, making the start at second base tonight. Here comes the 1-1 pitch, this one once again, low and away, so now two balls and one strike on Wilmsmeyer, grounded out to lead things off in the first inning, and then walked and made his way up to third base in the third, but did not come around to score, because no one has scored for both sides. Renegades have had a couple of chances, but have not been able to scratch anything across. They have just one hit. Pitch is low and outside, so now three balls, one strike to Wilmsmeyer, transfer a one-out base runner for the Renegades. Both sides only have one hit so far. One hit was the only base runner for Nevada. Meanwhile, the Renegades have had a plethora of walks. They've got three of them already. That's allowed them to get some base runners. It looks like they're going to exchange baseballs before this 3-1 pitch. So Wilmsmeyer back into the box. Here comes the 3-1 way up and in. Actually went over the head of Wilmsmeyer. He even have to flinch at that one. And it'll be a one-out base runner for the Renegades. Fourth walk of the ball game. So Renegades still looking to get something on the scoreboard. Once again, they've been had at least one base runner on in every inning but the second, but have not come up with that clutch hit yet. Seems like something the Renegades have often struggled to do in at least some of these games where they're struggling to put up runs, only scoring two or three of them. It's been the inability to get a clutch RBI hit. Wilmsmeyer off and running, pitches the ball. He slides into second, the tag, and Wilmsmeyer's in there safely as the ball got away from the shortstop chance. Think he would have beat it anyway, but on the first pitch of the at-bats, Cole Wagner, Wilmsmeyer steals second base. So now with one out, runner in scoring position for the Renegades. Wagner, who singled but then was thrown out trying to stretch it into a double. Bats, he did that in the first inning and then grounded out short in the third. Had Wilmsmeyer at second base in his last at-bat up, moved him up to third on a ground out, but like to see him potentially score Wilmsmeyer's this one just off the inside corner. So now 2-0 to Wagner. Two balls, no strikes, one out, 0-0 zero, zero our score. As Wilmsmeyer just stole second base after the walk leads off a of second base. They don't hold him on. He's trying to take third. It's a ball to throw to third. Wilmsmeyer slide, and he's in there safely. Back-to-back -back stolen bases by the leadoff hitter and second baseman for the Renegades has them in business. First time they've moved out runner up to third base with less than two outs and a chance now if Wagner can get something done. And also on the ball, he moves ahead to a 3-0 count. So Wilmsmeyer walked, just stole second and third, and that's going to lead to a meeting at the mound with the catcher, the pitching coach, and all of the infielders. This inning began with a strikeout swing of Taylor Hopkins before Wilmsmeyer walked on a 3-1 count, just stole second and third, both times on balls to Cole Wagner, so he is ahead in a 3-0 count. 
Luke Fuller also waits on deck, the right fielder. Renegades have lost their last two games, both of them at home, and have struggled to score some runs. They lost 7-5 last night. Not a bad offensive output, but fell behind very early and then lost 6-4 to four on Wednesday. That was coming off of wins in Joplin and in Sedalia, especially in Sedalia where they put up 7 and pretty much had that game from start to finish. Have struggled since, and it's been an inconsistent season that has them at 6-9. and They're currently a third in their division. The team in fourth in that division is Nevada, but they're at 5-11, and 11, so they could catch the Renegades in wins if they take this one here tonight. Both teams will play eight times. This pitch is hit in the air out to shallow left field. We'll see if Wilmsmeyer tries to tag. Left fielder makes a catch. Wilmsmeyer is going to bluff, and he'll have to say at third base as the left fielder Pickering was just too shallow to try and send Wilmsmeyer. And it was a good call as that one was thrown pretty accurately towards the play. So an unproductive out by Wagner. Swings at a 3-0 pitch and flies out to left. And now it'll take a two-out RBI for the Renegades to try and get on the scoreboard first. When the top of the fifth inning, Strobel so far through four and two-thirds, only given up one hit, has walked four batters to go with five strikeouts and still has put up a zero on the scoreboard, but runner at third base. So first pitch is hit high in the air. This should be out number three. Shortstop goes out. Right fielder comes in. Right fielder slides. Did he catch the ball? He did not catch that ball. Looked like confusion between the shortstop and right fielder. Uh, the right fielder milled it after trying to make a sliding catch. And could not do it, so out number three is not able to be recorded, and that's a Renegades run. Since he went into the slide, I believe that'll go down as an RBI single, but it was a ball that hung up in the air for a while. So Renegades get on the board 1-0. First pitch is lined down the third baseline. That's a fair ball into the corner. They're going to see, Will Fuller's going to have to get on his, on his horse here. He's on his way to third. They're going to hold him there. The throw comes back in. Late send was attempted, but Fuller didn't see it, so he'll stay at third base. And now they've got Lovich caught in between second and third. They're running him towards third. They make the tag, and the Renegades run themselves out of the inning. It was a double by Lovich down the line, but some confusion in between second and third allowed Lovich to be too far off the bag, and he is tagged out in a rundown. So Renegades get one run. Could have had even more if not for a base run and gaff. But regardless, they have the lead. We'll head to the bottom fifth. Boyer coming back out. Renegades now lead one to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. 
Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business back at lions stadium for the bottom of the fifth inning renegades just jumping out to a one nothing lead thanks to an rbi single by luke fuller his first pitch just high and ball one to luke piazza boyers retired all but one batter that he's faced so far tonight infield single to jay snyder with two out nobody on last inning then quickly bounce, bounce back to get Pickering on a ground out. And now we'll face Piazza to lead this inning off as he fouls this one off. Now one ball, one strike count to the number five hitter in this Nevada order. Piazza, Noakes, and Tomlinson do up here in this fifth inning for the now trailing Nevada Griffins. Five, six, seven in their order. Boyer now back in there. He gets some on the left side. Has a little bit of an open stance facing the right-handed pitching Boyer. And here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Couldn't get that one. And now one ball, two strike count on Piazza. Struck out swinging his first time up. Boyer so far through the first four innings of work does have three strikeouts. He's ahead one ball, two strike on Piazza here. Looking to strike him out for the second time. Boyer now back to work. This one skips in there low and inside. So now two balls and two strikes. Piazza looking to give the Nevada Griffins their second hit of the night, second base runner if he can reach here. First 11 batters were retired by, by Boyer before the infield single last inning with two out and nobody on in the fourth. Renegades lead this one one to nothing. Had an opportunity for more when Jackson Lovich doubled down the left field line last inning. As here's the pitch on the way. Fouled off and will stay put at two balls and two strikes on Piazza. Lovich doubled down the left field line. Fuller was trying to gear it up to send him home all the way from first base. It was a late. Initially they held him at third, but then once the ball got away a little bit in left field, tried to send him, and I would assume that's what Lovich saw is Fuller never saw the wave around sign. So he stayed put at third, and then Lovich got caught too far off at second base. So he was run out of the inning. Renegades get just the one run. Could have potentially more had they sent the runner, although it probably would have been a close play at the plate. It's now back into the box after the foul ball stays put at two balls and two strikes. Boyer look into Hersler, has one he likes, and now deliver the 2-2. Two -two. This one misses low, and actually it's a called strike three. Thought that one was going to miss low and inside, but regardless, it is a called strike three, the fourth strikeout of the ball game for Boyer, and out number one in this fifth inning goes way of the backwards K. Both pitchers have pitched very well, potentially part of what has been a, what I believe to be a pretty generous strike zone. So now with one out, nobody on Grant Noakes steps in. This one up high and away. So ball one to Noakes, who flew out to center his first time up. That ended the second inning. Back in there in a 1-0 count. 
Noakes right-handed batting catcher. This one is lined out to right, but that's going to get fouled out of place. Now one and one on Noakes. Boyer has been a, an anchor in this Renegades rotation. Started opening night at Vivian Field a couple weeks ago, and every time his number's been called, he has delivered so far and is doing it again once tonight. 1-1 one one to Noakes. This one bends out of the zone. So now two balls, one strike on the number six hitter for the Nevada Griffins. Renegades just took the lead in the top half of this fifth inning on a RBI bloop single that the sliding right fielder Miller tried to make a catch on but couldn't do it. Now the pitch is way up and into the batter. Looks close enough to almost get him, but goes into the catcher's glove of Hersler. So now three balls, one strike. In danger of getting Nevada their second base runner of the evening. Only have one hit. Renegades now have three thanks to two last inning. So Boyer now going to have to battle back in this count. Here's the 3-1 on the way. This one swings and missed. And now it's run full. Three balls, two strikes. Catcher Noakes now after the swing and the miss on the 3-2 back into the batter's box. Boyer looking to record what would be his fifth strikeout of the evening. Into the lineup, here's the 3-2. Swing and a miss, and that's back-to-back -back strikeouts in this fifth inning for the Renegades. Gets Noakes to go down swinging. Chase the pitch that looked to be a little bit up high and in, but regardless, it's a strikeout back-to-back -back for the Renegades here in this fifth inning. That brings Boyer's total up to five strikeouts on the game. He's been excellent so far. And now that'll bring up Richard Tomlinson. Grounded out his first time up, bat seventh tonight. Nobody on with two outs. Swings and misses at this one for strike one. Gives Boyer an opportunity to potentially see if he can strike out all three here. It's now back into the batter's box of the left-handed hitting Tomlinson. Here's the 0-1. This one hit high in the air on the infielder. Third baseman Shreves is after it. Plants the feet and makes the catch for out number three. Three up, three down for Boyer, and we'll head to the sixth. This one continues to move along quickly, and the Renegades lead this one one to nothing. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock & Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock & Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock & Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
First pitch of the at-bat to Brennan Perkins is in there for a called strike. Jacob Strobel, who's through five strong innings, heads back out for the top of the sixth inning. This one hit on a line out to left field, but that's going to get out of play. Foul ball. So now 0-2 count on Brennan Perkins. It'll be Perkins, Hersler, and Shreves do up for the Renegades this inning. 5-6-7 in their batting order. Looking to build on a 1-0 lead that they just got in the top of the fifth thanks to an RBI loop single off the bat of Luke Thor. Jackson Lovich then doubled down the left field line but was thrown out between second and third. Pitch on the way, this one line, and that's going to get into left field for a base hit. Fourth hit of the ball game for the Renegades. This one splashes down in front of the left fielder Pickering and Perkins in an 0-2 count delivers a single to left field. So Strobel just giving up his fourth hit of the ball game has got through five innings with just a run run could have given up zero runs had not been for a bloop single that just fell in but now the Renegades have a base runner they've got base runners in five out of six innings Strobel now out of the stretch once again this one low and away one ball no strike on Hersler. Perkins just single the lead off this inning. Renegades looking to add to what is a 1-0 lead. We're in the top of the sixth. Here's the pitch. This one misses low in the dirt. One ball, one strike. Herschler's popped out and struck out swinging in his two at-bats so far tonight. But he made an even bigger contribution in his work behind the plate, catching Braden Boyer, who's thrown five shutout innings, only allowed two base runners. Only allowed one base runner, pardon me. Throw over, diving back in safely at first base is Perkins on base for the second time tonight. Also reached in the fourth on an air. Out of the stretch, here's the pitch in there to Herschel. This one grounded weakly out to third. He's going to go to first base, take the sure out, and that's out number one, but the runner moves up to second base. Third baseman Gray looked to quickly, chance, looked to quickly glance out to second base, but Perkins would have been pretty close play at the bag, so he takes the sure out, ground out, but it moves a runner into scoring position with one out for the Renegades. So Herschler is retired for the third time tonight. That'll bring up Shreves, who walked his last time up. He's 0 for 1. Limited number at bats for the third base tonight in this young season for the Renegades. He's got Perkins off a second base after the leadoff single, but there's one out. This one has fouled off. One out recorded on a Herschler ground out just a moment ago. Retrieves followed by Maslowski on deck. Hopkins in the hole. That is 7-8-9 in this Renegades order. Just grabbed a 1-0 lead in the 5th. Now we're in the 6th. Still leading 1-0. Relatively straight up defense for Nevada. Here's the pitch. Hit high in the air out to center field. Center fielder initially broke in. Now goes back on the ball. Still running and makes the catch. That's going to allow the runner to tag up and head to third base on the deep fly ball as De Leon made the catch. So that'll be out number two on the flyout by Shreves, but moving up to third base on the play is Perkins. That was a fly ball hit pretty well. Initially, De Leon took one step in, but then had to get on his horse going back to center. Made the catch by the time he did Perkins as well on his way to third base. So a runner at third with two outs for the Renegades. Seems like deja vu as they've had that in just about every inning so far tonight. So it'll be up to Levi Meslowski. He's had this opportunity before, hit with Perkins on third in the same spot in the fourth. Swings and misses for strike one. Maslowski has struck out both times, once looking, once swinging. Now behind 0-1, here's the pitch. This one 
Nabs the corner. So now no balls and two strikes in danger of what would be his third strikeout. Don't want to go for the hat trick here. Perkins takes his lead off third. Here's the 0-2. This one hit high in the air and out of play foul ball. So after the foul ball, it stays at no balls and two strikes. Strobel a strike away from completing his sixth inning. Well, there is movement warming up down in that Nevada bullpen. Here's the 0-2. This one grounded to third. Nasty hop off the third base. It's going to be a close play at first. The throw is... Going to pull the base runner off the bag, and that's an RBI for the Renegades. It was a nasty hop on the third baseman, Gray, and by the time he had the ball and threw to first, it pulled the first baseman off the bag, and that's going to allow the second run to cross the plate for Jefferson City. I'm sure the listeners will miss the absolute screaming that just occurred in the background. It's now 2 nothing for the Renegades after the smash ball off the bat of Maslowski. That's going to feel good for him. This one bends in there. Strike one to Taylor Hopkins. Also struck out both times. And I don't know whether they would rule that as a single or an error because there still was an opportunity for a play at first base, but it pulled the first baseman off the bag. This one grounded just fair on the line at third base. Throw to first is high, but catch is made by the first baseman, Piazza, for out number three. Nicely done by the third baseman. So Renegades had a run, but it stays now two to nothing after the ground out. We'll head to the bottom of the six on the Show Me Sports Network back in just a moment. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Right in Boyer now back out for the bottom of the sixth inning. Renegades just recently improving their lead from one nothing to two nothing. I'm Ben Schmidt here on the Show Me Sports Network. Also being joined off and on tonight by Ashley Carty, has just recently exited the broadcast booth. Now taking in the game from the stands, where I'm sure you could still potentially hear her screaming off in the distance, but not to the level that was just on that RBI single. They did rule it an RBI single as the first pitch from Boyer is grounded back up the middle. It's high chopping, and that's getting into center field for a leadoff base hit, second hit of the ball game for Nevada. So on the last inning with the runner on third with two outs, when Levi Mazulski smashed the ball to third base and just barely beat her off on the throw, pulled the first baseman off the bag. They did rule RBI single on that. So second RBI single of the game for the Renegades, giving them a 2-0 lead. 
And now Boyer back out there for the bottom of the six. Just give up a leadoff single to Grant Miller. So second hit of the night for Nevada. They've only had two base runners, both singles. And now Mo DeLeon will step in with a runner on first. Snap throw to first and diving back in safely is Grant Miller. Just joining us on this broadcast tonight. You have missed, we've had about all that could possibly happen. A wrong lineup card, a Wi-Fi issues, but we've got it all figured out now. So we're ready as the Renegades look to get the last 12 outs. There's a bunt by DeLeon. Herschler out of the crouch. He'll throw to first and record the out as the runner moves up to second base. Was not an easy play for the catcher, Herschler. He was able to grab the ball that rolled just a little bit in front of home plates. So the sacrifice bunt that moves Grant Miller up to second base will be the first out of the inning. So now we'll go back to the top of the order. Nevada looking to get something going. They have been stifled on the offensive side by Renegade starter Brandon Boyer. After this same offense put up seven runs last night through five and a third, they have a big old donut on that part of the scoreboard. Do have two hits now. Just got their second thanks to Grant Miller, who leads off a second now after the bunt. Coach is going to go out and talk with his starter, Boyer. He'll get down the right field line. Don't think I see any movement in the Renegades' bullpen. Boyer's been so stellar. You wouldn't think you'd need that, at least not at this point in the ballgame. 11 outs stand between what is a Renegades victory to snap a two-game losing streak if they can get it. Also, potentially see if they can expand on what is now a 2-0 lead. So after the mound visit, we're back ready to go, facing the leadoff hitter Caleb Chance. He's over two with a fly out to center and a pop out to second base. Runner leads off at second base. That's Miller. They shade him a little towards the bag, but don't hold him on. As this one misses outside, it's now one and zero on Chance. Boy retired all three face last inning, two on strikeout, one on a pop out. And started this inning after giving up a single to center. Got DeLeon out on the sack bunt. And that's where we stand in the bottom of the sixth. Checks the runner. Here's the 1-0. This one in there and is fouled off just in front of the plate. But I believe hit the batter before ricocheting out there. So now 1-1 one one count. Boyer looking to retire the second out of the inning. Potentially keep Nevada off the scoreboard if Miller were to come around from second base. Just moved up on the sacrifice bunt by the last hitter. That's where he currently stands. Renegades have scored two runs on an RBI single by Luke Fuller back in the fifth inning and then added one more in the sixth on an RBI single by Levi Mazlowski. Both of them interesting singles. One on a basically a pop-up to shallow right and the other on an infield single. It's now 1-1 count. Here's Boyer's pitch way in and it's going to say that it got the batter and that's going to allow him to head to first base but they're going to say he leaned into that pitch. Batter Caleb Chance made no effort to get out of the way of that one. Basically just dropped the lead elbow and didn't move whatsoever. And the umpire is going to rule that he leaned into that and not award him first base. And that's going to have the third base coach come on down and have a chat with the home plate umpire. Didn't like that call. Whether he leaned into that or, or not, I don't know. But he certainly did not make an effort whatsoever to get out of the way. And It hit the lead arm of the batter Caleb Chance. Shortstop tonight. Empire ruled that to keep him in the batter's box. So, discussion over with. Nothing has been changed. So now, Boyer gets to go back to work on a batter that thought for a moment was going to have trot on down to first base after the hit by pitch.
So now it's one ball, two strikes. Strike gets called a chance after the hit-by-pitch was ruled that he did not get out of the way. So Boyer now strike away from route number two. Miller off his second boys, base. Boyer quickly looks at him, and here's the one-two. This one misses low. Just in and out of the glove of Hersler, but does not get away far. So now two balls and two strikes. Boyer's got so far five strikeouts to his first five innings. Has allowed just two hits, second of them coming to start this inning. Quick check of the runner. Here's the 2-2 pitch to chance. This one grounded out over to first. Mazlowski off with it, and he's got it stepping on the bag for out number two. Moved to his right, picked that one up, and as Boyer was sprinting over, said, I've got it, and stepped on the bag. So now even with the runner moving up to third base, that is out number two. Boyer not away from getting through six scoreless. So after allowing Miller to reach to lead off this inning, back-to-back -back outs recorded against De Leon and Chance. And now another 0 for batter stepping in. That's Seth Gray. He's over 2 with a ground out and a strikeout. And Yates' first run of the ballgame stands 90 feet away, leading off at third base. That's Grant Miller. Boyer into the windup. Here's the pitch. This one swing and a miss. Blew that one by him. Hooked to be the fastball up in the zone. And now ahead 0-1 on Seth Gray. Boyer's recorded a strikeout in every inning except the first so far and does not have one yet in this inning. Here in the bottom of six, Renegade's up 2-0. This one just bends out of the zone. So now we're even 1-1. One one. Here at Lions Stadium, a game that is absolutely flown by. We're just near through six innings in about an hour and a half of game time. Both pitches have been locked in and here's Boyer's 1-1 one, one pitch. This one spins in there inside corner. Now one ball, two strike counts. Seth Gray looked to turn out of the way a little bit. Thought that one was inside, but it nabbed the corner, so Boyer strike away now. Welcome to follow in suit of Jacob Strobel, who's also completed six innings of work. Boyer's got the side. Into the windup, here's the one-two. Swung on it, fouled off the backstop, and we'll do it again. Look to just get that one off the further end part of the bats. Fouled it straight back right in front of where I'm currently sitting. So it stays locked at one ball, two strikes. Catcher Herscher will go over and get it and deliver it to his pitcher, Boyer. Renegade's playing basically straight up defense. Second baseman, Wilsmeyer, playing pretty far back on that infield dirt. He's only a step or two in front of the grass. Same with the shortstop. That's Taylor Hopkins over there on the left side. So middle infield plays back, but other sides at normal depth. So after the foul, one ball, two strikes. Here's Boyer's delivery. This one just off the outside corner. Herschel tried to steal that one for a strike. Couldn't get the call, so now it's a two-ball, two-strike count. Boyer looking to record what would be a six-strikeout and also a six-shutout inning. He's got to deal with the runner on third, and here's the 2-2. Two -two. This one misses outside. Nice nice grab by Herschel on the way by. That one was way outside. Saved that one from heading to the backstop. And now it's three balls, two strikes. Still a chance to get out of this inning scoreless if Gray reaches. Potentially via walk. Jay Snyder would bat. He waits on deck. He recorded Nevada's first hit when he came to the plate in the fourth on an infield single. Runner off at third. Here's the 3-2. This one swung and flied weakly out in foul ground. Third baseman trees after it, but he's got no play as that gets down in foul territory. No one really had an opportunity at that one. And we'll do the 3-2 pitch once again momentarily. That ball continued to carry in basically the dirt down the left field line it kicks out even with the bullpen and 
basically no play even though Shreves went after it so we stay right here at 3-2 this bottom of the six started with a single to center field before Mo De Leon was out on a sack bunt Chance just grounded out to first moving the runner up to third and that's where the runner Grant Miller currently is in a 3-2 count with two out to Seth Gray Boyer's got the sign into the lineup here's the 3-2 pitch this one wide out to right field right fielder going after it that's going to get over Fuller's head and down to one hop off the wall it actually gets over the wall, and that's a ground rule double, an RBI double with two outs for Seth Gray. They wave him around, and I actually think that ball got out of here. I thought that one bounced down over the wall, but he continued to wave him home, and that's a two-run home run to tie this ball game up. That ball was right over what is a white sign out there in right field. I thought that ball bounced down and over, but that cleared the wall, and we're tied now 2-2. That is tough to see out there. That ball, I didn't think, had the distance, but that sailed on out of here. So in a 3-2 count, Seth Gray comes up clutch, and we're now all nodded at 2-2. That ball carried much further than I originally thought off the bat, and that is a clutch hit for Seth Gray. It's now with a new, new ball game, 2-2 score now. Boyer back to work against Jay Snyder. Seth Gray comes up clutch with the three ball, two strike count, opposite field, two run bomb. And again, he just took a two nothing lead and now we're even. This one called strikes now and two on Snyder. Boyer now had no balls and two strikes back into the lineup and he delivers this one hit a pop-up shallow left center field center fielder Wagner after it he makes the running grab and that will end the inning but not before Seth Gray hero of the night so far goes out to deep right field over the wall and knots this thing 2-2 scores we'll head to the seventh now brand new ball game here on the show me sports network back at Wine Stadium in just a moment Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Now Nevada is first pitch to tie Wolmsmeyer misses outside. Now one ball, no strike on the Renegades leadoff hitter. 
scored a run in the fifth inning. Now Bass lead off the seventh as he grounds this one out to third, diving at ten, but it's into left field for a leadoff single for Wilmsmeyer. He takes a wide turnaround first, but will slam on the brakes and head back to first base with a leadoff single to show the seventh. So right after Nevada ties it up on the two-run home run, Wilmsmeyer leads the sitting off with the single to potentially get the Renegades going, trying to reclaim a lead they've held for the past couple of innings. Strobel is back out there for He's through six innings so far as Cole Wagner swings first pitch, lifts it high in the air, shortstop going out. He's under it, but left fielder makes the catch on the run. Last second, Pickering caught it about hip high and nicely done to save what would have been a blue pit. Regardless, Wilsmeyer probably would have been out at second had that fallen, and one pitch went out to Cole Wagner. So Strobel so far tonight, six and a third inning pitch, five strikeouts, four walks, six hits now after the Wilsmeyer single, and has given up two earned runs. So Wilmsmeyer still off of first base, single to start this inning. He's running. Nope, he slams on the brakes. His pitch misses high for ball one to Luke Fuller. Fuller get the RBI single in the fifth inning to drove in a run to make it a 1-0 Renegades lead. Now Bass with the runner on first base, and Wilmsmeyer who has two stolen bases on the evening, both off of Strobel. Wilmsmeyer's running here. This one at high in the air to left. This one going way back there at the wall. This ball is out of here. Luke Fuller goes top of the yard, left field, and just like that, the Renegades are back out in front of this one. Absolutely crushed that one out to one of the deep parts of the yard out there and left. Wolmsmeyer scores as Fuller will trot around the bases. Doubles the Renegades score from two to four, and we'll get to don the Cowboy hat back in the dugout. It is delivered on top of the head, courtesy of Nolan Drill. And Fuller and the Renegades get to celebrate after going up 4-2. to two. That ball was turned on, ladies and gentlemen. So Luke Fuller says, anything you can do, I can do better. Comes right back and takes one out to left field. A two-run homer of his own. And Renegades now back in front 4-2. to two. It was ball 1 to Jackson Lovich. Here's the 1-0. This one lined in the air out to center field. Hit on a line. Daly on a couple steps to his right. Makes the catch for out number 2. So after the flyout for out number two, Renegades up now by two runs after the home run by Luke Fuller. Out to bring up Brennan Perkins, scored a run after getting a single to lead off the sixth inning. This game was just tied, but not even enough to catch your breath before the Renegades have now jumped back out in front four to two. Here's the pitch to Perkins. This one fell off out of play for strike one. So Wilmsmeyer led off this inning with a single to left. Wagner flew out before Luke Fuller just cranked a two-run bomb to left field. And then Jackson Lovich just flew out. This one way up and in, and that's going to get the batter Perkins. And it'll be a two-out base runner for the Renegades. So after Lovich flew out for out number two, Perkins stepped in and was hit by a pitch. And Herschel will get the chance to bat here out of the sixth spot in the order with a base runner. So Strobel's line now looking a little bit different. He's through five and a third now, or six and two thirds now, pardon me. Still got the five strikeouts and four walks, but now seven hits and four earned runs. Perkins off of first. Here's the pitch to Herschel. This one fouled straight back. Barely caught a piece of the bat. So now no balls and one strike. Herschel 0 for three with a pop out, a strikeout, and a ground out. 
Renegades now back out in front by two runs. They'll take that lead, if not more, into the bottom of the seventh. Here's the pitch. This one up and in. Now even at a ball and a strike on Herstler. Colin Shreves waits on deck. He's 0 for 2. Holmesmeyer has now been on three out of four times and scored twice. This one nabs the outside corner for a strike. That one's called on Herstler. So now one ball and two strikes. Strobel looking to get through his seventh inning. He's got five strikeouts potentially here for a sixth. This one is swung on a missed. Blew that one by Herstler on the 1-2 pitch, and that will end the inning. But not before the Renegades come right back. Ladies and gentlemen, Luke Fuller hits his first bomb of the season out to left field, and the Renegades are now on top 4-2. to two. We'll head to the bottom of the seventh. Braden Boyer is drawn back out there, and we'll be back for that in just a moment. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy, Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Bottom of the seventh we go. This game continuing to move right along, and Renegades once again are out in front of this one. They led two to nothing thanks to a couple runs scored on RBI singles, then gave up the lead last inning on a two-run bomb to right field by Seth Gray. And then Luke Fuller just got it right back for the running age with a two-run bomb of his own out to left field. And Braden Boyer will now have a chance to go for a seventh inning of work. He'll face three, four, and five. He'll be four, five, and six in Pickering, Piazza, and Noakes. Just back for the seventh after a harmonica rendition of the seventh inning stretch. Take me out to the ball game. That was quite unique. I'll have to say, you don't hear... It played on an instrument like that too often. So now Boyer into his windup. Here's the first pitch. This one misses inside now 1-0 on Pickering. Boyer so far, six innings pitch, five strikeouts, no walks, three hits, and two runs. We're going to get through seven as I don't see still a whole lot of movement down there for the Renegades. This one is felled off. So now one ball, one strike on Pickering. Last inning looked like Boyer was going to get through six scoreless when he had one on with two out, but then was in a 3-2 count battle with Seth Gray and gave up the two-run opposite field homer, one that I thought initially got down, landed right in front of one of those white signs out there and right as this one is out of play for strike two. I'll tell you what, I've certainly learned here in the Mink League Summer Ball with most of these teams having the ads like that out in right field is when there's a ball flying right in front of her over one, I have... I think so far my judgment has been pretty off, and I think there's been a couple times where I've mixed up a double and a home run, so I apologize for that, but I'll, 
I'll get there one day. This one. Misses outside. It's now 2-2 two and two on Pickering. Regardless, I was able to figure out, oh, I don't know, when Seth Gray was not stopping at second base and trotting around the bases. So, 4-2, Renegades lead. We're nobody out into the bottom of the seventh inning. Braden Boyer back out there for his seventh inning of work. Here's the 2-2. Two -two, misses outside. And now 3-2 and two on Pickering. We Pickering, Piazza, and Noakes. Tomlinson will come to the plate if any of them reach. Would come to the plate as the tying run. Boyer look into Hersler. He's in a three ball, two strike count. Into the windup, and here's the pitch. This one misses away, and that is a lead off walk for Pickering to get this in and going for the Griffins. So after that, that'll bring up the first baseman, Luke Piazza. He's 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. One swinging, one looking. Nevada has found some new life here on offense, at least in this last inning, as they've gotten a couple more base runners on. They had just one base runner through the first five, and that was an infield single in the fourth. So they didn't even have a ball that touched outfield grass up until last inning, where they got two on, one of them, actually both of them scoring things to the two-run home right now. They have a leadoff base runner on a walk here. This one just low and away outside. It's now 1-0 to Piazza. Boyer early in this game was working ahead to pretty much every battery face, not throwing a whole lot of balls, and now is after the leadoff walk falling behind. So maybe starting to show a little sign of fatigue. His night could be soon coming to an end. Runner is held on at first base. They're going to snap throw over, but diving back in safely is Pickering. Would assume, based on some consistent movement in the bullpen the last couple innings, that Jacob Strobel's night would be done after seven inning pi innings pitched. Well needed for a roster that has been short on pitchers. Sure, they loved his efforts tonight. Maybe part of the reason why they sent him back out there. Just one wind out to short. Dive and grab on the fly. Throw back to first. The runner is back in there safely. Throw now gets away, but he'll stay put at first base. Nicely done by the shortstop, Taylor Hopkins, for out number one. Left his feet, moving to his left, went to the ground to snare that one. And that is a hard, well-hit ball for out number one. But you take him any way you can get him. So Hopkins, who has not had a great night at the plate, has certainly made his work stick on the defensive side. He has played a pretty good shortstop in second base. He's played most of the middle infield for most of the season and continues the good work there on the diving snare to retire Luke Piazza. So on the line out to short, that is out number one runner was about halfway to first and second as he had to wait on the line out but made it back to first just in time as even if that throw was on target he would have been back in there at first that's pickering out there so now batting with one on one out is noakes he swings and misses at the first pitch and does a little bit of a pirouette type of thing after being late on that one so noakes flew out to center and struck out swinging one of the five strikeouts recorded by boyer just a ground ball away from getting through seven strong innings. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one misses up and away. So now one ball, one strike on Noakes. Also was behind the plate last night for the Nevada Griffins when they took the trip to Jefferson City and won that road battle 7-5. First of eight matches between these two teams. Tonight now the second. Bigger lead off of first base. Here's the pitch way inside. And now 2-1 and one the count on Noakes. Maslowski is holding the runner, Pickering on at the first base bag. Rest of the infield defense straight up. Quick throw over to first, a little bit high. Runner back in there safely. They're trying to keep Pickering close to the bag. 
Not the tying runners, the Renegades lead 4-2, to two, but that tying runner is standing in the batter's box right now, currently in the form of Grant Noakes. want to thank everyone for tuning in on the Show Me Sports Network tonight. Here's the 2-1. This one up and in again. It's now three balls and one strike. Danger of letting a second base runner reach via a walk as Boyer's command starting to slip just a little bit as he's worked his way into the seventh inning. Now back on the mound. Took a breather. Took a breather after missing with that one up and in. Falling behind 3-1. and one. Base runner that's on first also reached via walk. Boyer sets, here's a 3-1. This one up high, and that's two walks in the inning. Boyer slapping the glove, not happy with himself there. As that's going to lead to a visit at the mound. It's going to be with the pitching coach and the catcher, Hersler. So two walks with a line-out sandwich in between. Have the Nevada Griffins in business here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Picking moved up to second base on the walk. Noakes goes down to first base. I'll bring up Richard Tomlinson. That's a two on and only one out. Scheduled to pitch tonight, they've got Grayson Ehrman and Tanner Schmitz, the two lined up. But assume they're trying to get Boyer through seven and potentially go Ehrman for the eighth and Schmitz on to close out the ninth. Looking ahead to some games coming up for the Renegades. Their next two will be back at home at Vivian Field, Sedalia so tomorrow and St. Joe on Sunday. As of now, Gurling currently slated to pitch tomorrow with Wilmsmeyer, who's batting leadoff tonight, scheduled to pitch on Sunday. Then off day on Monday before a makeup game is played on Tuesday afternoon. That'll be in St. Joe, a makeup from a couple weeks ago, a Saturday game that got rained out. So Renegades currently in the middle of their seventh away game of the season, leading this one 4-2, to two, but two runners on is in steps Richard Thomas, and he's going to bunt and foul this one off for strike one. So he started with a walk, followed by a line out to shortstop, diving play made by Taylor Hopkins, and then another walk to Grant Noakes just a moment ago. And you'd have to think potentially if one more base runner reaches, that would be the end of the line for Boyer. Has certainly lost a little bit of command here in these last two innings. Gave up a couple hits last inning, gave up a single and a home run to right. And then this inning has given up two base runners. One of them hits, but both walks. Boyer checks the runner off a second base. That's Pickering. And here's the pitch. Bunt again, pulls it back. It's in there a strike, and the runner's going to take third base. Shreves was playing in on the grass, and the runner at second, that's Pickering, alertly saw that. And even though they saw him taking off to third, nothing they could do is Shreves was backpedaling his way, and it would have been a not very smart throw. It would have been a tough, tough play to pull off time-wise. But regardless, it is a called strike, so now 0-2 on Richard Tomlinson. Does bat now with a runner on third and one out. Other runner still at first base, and here's the 0-2. This one hit in the air, out to left. Going back is the left fielder, Perkins. Still running, but then makes the catch just shy of the track. Runner's going to tag and score, and that'll lead to a run the third of the ballgame for Nevada, but bigger for Boyer gets out number two in this inning. Perkins took a couple steps back and was able to slow up just before making the catch. It'll go down to the sacrifice fly for Tomlinson, who made a nice effort there after being down in an 0-2 count. So trotting on in on the play was Pickering. So that stolen base of third looms very large as he did that on the pitch that made it 0-2. Otherwise, that just fly ball just a moment ago keeps it a 4-2 game and not makes it 4-3. So Grant Miller steps in, runner off of first base. This one way outside. It's now 1-0 on Miller. He struck out looking and singled it to lead off last thing and then scored on the home run. Player just giving up his third run of the night. He's through six and two-thirds innings, trying to get him through seven. 
Here's the 1-0. This one lined out of playoff to the right side. So now one ball, one strike count. Boyer certainly is slowed immensely through this last inning and two-thirds. Command has not been as sharp. You can tell he's running on fumes here. This one misses outside. It's now two and one. I don't want to totally guess, but I would be willing to put a bet on it if this inning were to continue by allowing Miller to reach, that that would probably have Coach Demille go out there and get his starter. Quick throw over to first, diving back in. Safely is Noakes at first base. Did not advance on the sack fly. Was hit plenty deep enough to score the runner, Pickering, who is at third base. Moved up to third on a stolen base when the Renegades defense was playing in, so I don't know if that was a plan play to show Bunt to pull the defense in and have the runner steal third, but if it was, that's a very smart play. Too smart for me to think of as this one misses on inside. It's now 3-1 on Grant Miller. In danger of moving the tying run up into scoring position of Boyer loses the batter Miller here. Both offenses coming to life over these last couple of innings after the starters. Boyer on this side and Strobel had been dominant to start. Here's a 3-1. This one fouled straight back. Almost had me flinching if I would have been sitting a little bit closer maybe where I would have been the other night. That one was straight back off the off the fence in front of us, but I'm far away enough to where I was had enough time to react there. So now 3-2 count. Runner will be off and running with two outs. Potentially the biggest pitch of the game for Boyer looking to get through seven innings. Runner goes. Here's a 3-2. This one swung on a miss for strike three, and Boyer gets through seven. He gives up the run, but Renegades still hold a lead as Boyer comes back to strike out the final hitter that he faces in the seventh inning. So we'll head to the eighth. Renegades looking to add on for a three-hour score on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Sitting now here at Lions Stadium in Nevada, Missouri. Renegades making the trip down here this afternoon to play their seventh road game of the season. And with them making that trip, want to talk to everyone about one of the official partners of the Renegades, the official transportation partner of the Renegades, Doc and Norm Direct. Make sure to go riding, everybody, with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Doc and Norm is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us all our road games safely, officially, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email them 
at reservations at moexpress.com. Thanks again once and for all to Doc and Norm Direct. They've been great to us all season and will continue to do so. I can guarantee that through the rest of this month and on to July. So new pitcher on in the ballgame for the home team, Nevada Griffins. That is Eli Parker. So that means Jacob Strobel's night is done. He goes seven innings, six strikeouts, four walks, seven hits allowed, and four earned runs. The biggest couple of runs so far on this one, thanks to Luke Fuller, who blasted a two-run homer out to left field to give the Renegades the lead last inning after the game was tied 2-2. This game was scores through the first couple of innings for both sides before the Renegades took the lead on a Luke Fuller RBI single. So he's now got, you know, got three RBIs on the night. Then was tied a couple innings ago once two-run homer and was hit by the second baseman, excuse me, third baseman, Seth Gray. Then Renegades came right back and took the lead. And now looking to add after Nevada has just added one more run to make it a 4-3 ball game. We've got a battle of yellow versus red. Yellow jersey Renegades and the red jersey Nevada Griffins. As now the new pitcher Parker is ready to go. First pitch it high in the air out to left field. Is it going to stay fair? It's winding. It is called fair. That's a home run. Colin Treves goes out to the left field wall. The only question about that one was whether or not it would stay fair as it more than had the distance. And Treves just about walking down the first base line when the umpire signaled home run has taken the run right back that the Griffins just scored. And it's once again a two-run lead. Treves halfway to home plate taking the helmet off. He'll bump it with Maslowski at home plate and then Hopkins to follow. And once again, it's Nolan Drew out to don him with the celebratory cowboy hats. So one pitch and one bomb for Colin Treves. That ball was crushed. Renegades, not a team that has hit a ton of home runs this season. They've got two of them tonight, two in the last two innings. As once again, ladies and gentlemen, the third base coach is chatting with the home plate umpire. He has certainly had a problem with quite a few calls these last two nights. Don't know what he's so upset about. He is now trotting over towards the dugout. He's got uh don't want to call anyone out, but he has not been in the happiest of moods. He's had multiple conversations with the home plate umpire. But he's back to the dugout now. So after the leadoff bomb, stepping in is Maslowski. He looks at a ball one inside. So Shreve's home run to lead off this eighth inning. Renegades now lead five to three. Maslowski with an RBI infield single in the sixth, double the lead at the time to 2-0 as this one misses outside. So now 2-0 on the number eight hitting first baseman, one for three. New pitcher Eli Parker just into the ballgame after Jacob Strobel went seven innings, four runs. Parker is greeted with the best way possible, a home run sent right back out to left field. Renegades looking to even the season series one and one just got underway last night. Nevada won it seven to five. Now a three zero count. Amazlowski looking to reach for the second time. Here it is. This one grabs the outside corner. So now three and one count. It's been good pitching so far tonight for both sides. Parker only the third pitcher that's having to be used. Here's a three one pitch. This one inside, but Amazlowski swung at it, and that makes it three and two as it was fouled straight back. Taylor Hopkins waits on deck before we go back to the top. And Ty Wilsmeyer, who's been trouble on the base pass. He's been on base three out of four times and has scored twice. 
So now 3-2 after back-to-back -back strikes. Maslowski back in. He waits. Here's Parker's 3-2. This one called strike three at the knees. Nice work behind the plate by Noakes to get that one. Reeled that one in perfectly on a pitch that was right there. And umpire rings him up for out number one. That is the third strikeout of the game for Levi. And he will trot back to the dugout after being the first out of the eighth inning. So Taylor Hopkins, he's over three, two strikeouts and a ground out. This one called strike on the inside corner. So now 0-1-1 on the shortstop for Jefferson City. This game was just a one-run game heading into this inning before Colin Shreves hit a home run to start this one off. This one outside. It's now one ball, one strike. Only the seventh road game played for the Renegades. They've played more home games on the season. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Hopkins. This one skips in the left-handed hitter's batter's box. And now a 2-1 count on Hopkins. Looking to reach for the first time tonight. After Hopkins, it's Wilmsmeyer. And then Wagner will come to the plate if either of those two can reach for the Renegades. This pitch is lined out to shallow right field. First baseman goes out, and he makes a catch just into the outfield grass. That's Piazza, and he records out number two, courtesy of Taylor Hopkins. So a pop out and a strikeout after the home run to skip this in and going. Has the Renegades with two outs and nobody on going back to the top in Ty Wilmsmeyer. Right-handed batter facing right-handed pitching Eli Parker. Parker now into his one-up in delivery to Wilmsmeyer. Hit in the air, out to center. DeLeo now takes a couple steps back and camps under it for the out. So Renegades last three retired in order, but the most important one was the first batter, and that's Colin Treves, who left little to doubt whether that one was going to leave the yard, just whether or not it would stay fair, and that will send us to the bottom of the eighth. Renegades now up two. We'll see if a new pitcher comes out for the bottom of the eighth inning when we come back in just a moment. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place join us in celebrating eddie goodell's historic major league appearance as a member of the st louis browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moet's Dock & Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock & Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls. Group sizes from one to 100, or beyond, we do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct.
pitcher on for the Renegades. The first time the they field. have had to open the bullpen door is still working out the technical kinks here tonight as I accidentally played one too many ads. Apologies for that. It's been a whole lot of wildness tonight. This is certainly in the young season of me broadcasting Renegades games. I think this one has to get near the top of the list in terms of Wi-Fi issues commercials not having the right lineup card but i appreciate all you've all listening and going through this experience with me as i continue to learn out as a broadcaster it's been so much fun this season and fun once again here tonight as the renegades are winning thanks to a couple of huge home runs off the bats of luke fuller and colin shreves and that is part of the reason they hold a 5-3 lead heading to the bottom of the eighth and new pitcher for the renegades is tanner schmitz looks like they're trying to get a two inning save out of him Going straight from the starter to the closure, and they're going to look for him to get six outs and potentially secure a Renegades win if they can hang on to this 5-3 lead. So final line for Braden Boyer, he was excellent. Seven innings pitched, six strikeouts, two walks, three hits, and three runs. Had a home run given up out to right field and a sacrifice fly, and now Schmitz is in to face number nine hitter Mo DeLeon to start this bottom of the eighth. Into the lineup, here's his first pitch outside and now what and on De Leon, who's only taken two at bats so far. Popped out to the shortstop and was out on a sacrifice bunt. So he's 0 for 1. Here's his pitch. This one just nabs the outside corner. So now even one ball, one strike on De Leon. Don't know if the bunt last time by De Leon was an attempt just to sacrifice and move the runner to second or if they were actually trying to bunt for a hit there. Either way, now it was recorded. Here's the 1-1. This one swung on and missed over the top of that one. Schmitz went off speed there, and De Leon couldn't nab it. It's now one ball, two strikes. Schmitz has been a worker, workhorse out of this Renegades bullpen. They have turned to him often so far in the season. and He has given up a couple of runs, but I think the stats don't totally do it justice because he has been pitching a lot, and he has came up big a lot. Here's the one, two. This one misses low and away. Schmitz came in. They asked him to get the final three outs on Monday's game in Joplin. Fell just shy of that. Actually, no, he did get the final three outs. Three outs, three innings, three strikeouts, gave up just one run. Here's the 2-2 now to De Leon. This one up and away. So now he's running full to the leadoff batter. Yeah, Schmitz came in in relief of Wilmsmeyer and Fisher on Monday in Joplin. Got the save, three innings. Gave up just the one run and has not pitched since. Surely could use those days off in between. Because like I said, they have often called his name down there. So now a 3-2 pitch to De Leon. Here it comes. This one swung and grounded foul. So it stays full. Renegades have done a nice job so far on both sides because the pitching has been really good. But each time that the pitching has given up a run or multiple runs, the offense, the next half inning, has came right back and matched it. Reason why they hold what is a 5-3 lead. Got six outs to get. And here's the 3-2 to De Leon. This one swung and fouled out of play once again. So pretty good battle here now going between the new pitcher Tanner Schmitz and the batter Mo De Leon. And after this, we'll go back to the top in Chance and Gray. Gray, obviously, the big blow for the Nevada offense and the two-run home run out to right field. Schmitz longer to look in. He goes into his lineup and will deliver the 3-2 to De Leon. This one curves in there. Hersler knew it. Didn't even have to frame that one. And that is a strikeout looking to get this bottom of the eighth underway. Hersler held that one in there for all of about .5 seconds before he popped up and threw that on down to the third baseman. Shreves 
And that is out number one after a good battle between Mo DeLeon and Tanner Schmitz. So now we'll go back to the top at Caleb Chance. He's 0 for 3 with a fly out, a pop out, and a ground out. He's quartered about out in just about every way, just missing the strikeout. We'll see if Schmitz could do that here. Pitch on the way, just snaps the outside corner for strike one to Chance. So now 0-1 on the leadoff hitting shortstop. So when about two hours ago, I didn't even know he was in the starting lineup because I had the wrong one. Now here's the 0-1 pitch to Chance. This one hit high in the air in foul territory. think that one's going to get out of play, and it does. Now quickly 0-2 on the shortstop, Chance. Do it for the Renegades in the top of the ninth. They'll be looking to add to what is currently a lead. It'll be 2-3-4 in the order. Wagner, Fuller, and Lovich. Renegades looking to get their seventh win of the season. We'll move them to 7-9. Also, 0-1 against this Nevada team would be their first win against them as well. And Schmitz now away from recording his second out, out number two in the eighth. After the foul ball, DeLeon back into the box. He goes into his line, and here's the 0-2. Just missed high and away. So now 1-2. and two. He's almost looking at a second strikeout looking, but just missed. So nothing Herschel could do there to try and steal that strike. And now 1-2 to DeLeon. Schmitz ready to go. Here's the 1-2. This one, once again, bends in there, and this time it's called strike three. Dabs the inside corner on another bender by Tanner Schmitz. I almost have to assume that one was the slider with the lateral movement that that thing had. And back-to-back -back strikeouts looking to get this eighth going on the mound for Tanner Schmitz. He's faced two batters, struck them both out looking. And now it'll bring up Seth Gray. We'll see if he can do some more damage. Put one out over the wall again. We hope not as a, for the Renegades' sake, but he bats now with nobody on and two outs. This one taken outside for a ball. Gray and the other two at bats besides the home, one, home run, a ground out, and a strikeout, but now ahead in a 1-0 count. Jay Snyder, the tying run, waits on deck. 1-0 pitch on the way from Schmitz. This one... Just misses high. Snow 2-0 count. Renegades playing pretty much straight up defense. Everyone on the infield and almost is where you would expect them to be. So now the 2-0 pitch. This one it just finds the inside corner of the zone. So first strike of the at-bat to Seth Gray. It makes it a 2-1 count. Schmidt has struck out the first two batters he's faced here in the eighth. Looking to triple up here if he could get the third. Here's the 2-1 on the way. This one hit out in the air, out to right, right fielder. Fuller chasing after it, still on the run. This one's going to get over his head and bounce off the wall. On his way to second is Gray as the throw comes back in, and that's going to be a two-out double. No question there for me as to whether or not that one was going to stay in the yard, but it was enough to get over the head of Fuller, and that'll bring you tying run to the plate after the two-out double by Seth Gray, his second hit of the night. Another well-hit ball to the opposite field by the right-handed batting third baseman. He has gone out to that part of the yard. This one a little bit more right center, but regardless, showing off the opposite field power. We assume that's part of the reason why he's hitting so high in this Nevada lineup. So now the tying run will step in. Jay Schneider bats in the number three spot. He's one for three. Opportunity to do some damage and hope, Clyde the, hope climb the Griffins out of what is a 5-3 deficit currently. Schmitz now having to pitch out of the stretch for the first time. Runner takes the lead off of second base. That's Gray. And here's Schmitz's pitch. This one, swing and a miss. Gets out ahead 0-1 after 
Schneider swung and got nothing but air on that one. So now 0-1. want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. This game has been about a pretty wild one. Currently has the Renegades with four outs to get, standing between them and a road victory. They lead 5-3. to three. Schneider bats. Right-handed batter versus the right-handed pitching Schmitz. This pitch is hit weakly out of play off to the right side for strike two, and Schmitz now a strike away. Have him listed on the closer on the roster this afternoon, so I'd have to assume that they're going to ask him to try and get a six-out save to cover two innings, which they've asked him to do multiple times. He's been up to the task. See if he can do it again here tonight. Looking for a third strikeout of the evening. Retired the first two. And they gave up a two-out opposite way double to Seth Gray. Schmitz the look in. Now straightens up and sets at the belt. Here's the 0-2. This one off the outside corner. Herschler couldn't bring it back. And now one ball, two strike count. Single would most likely score Gray. Does seem to have good speed out there at second base. But would only pull Nevada to within one. They trail 5-3. Schmidt's check of the runner, Gray at second, checks again. And now we'll deliver to Schneider. This pitch swung, lofted weakly, dropping fast. Left fielder going after it and makes the running catch. That's Perkins to end the inning. So Schneider gives up a two-out base runner, but works around it and gets Schneider to fly out to left field to end the inning. We'll head to the ninth. Can the Renegades play add-on? They lead this one 5-3. to three. There we go on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions renegades looking to add on to what is currently a two-run lead they lead this one five to three as we head to the ninth inning Renegades looking to snag their seventh victory of the season. Lost two in a row. They were within one of 500 before dropping the last two at home. And as they come to the plate to hit, let me talk to you about Wow Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to truly make it yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to fully customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom gloves, handcrafted bats, they also offer selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves as first pitch. Mitz is out and away to Cole Wagner. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. 
1-0 pitch on the way to Wagner. Misses outside away. 2-0 the count now. Once again, thank you to Walkoff Wood Bat Company. They've been so great to us and the Renegades all season long. Supplying the uh, battle weapons for the two home runs hit tonight by the Renegades. One by Shreves and the other by Fuller. Otherwise, with those battle weapons, they wouldn't be leading this one with a two-run lead in the ninth. 3-0 count now on Cole Wagner, looking to be a leadoff base runner. He's got one hit tonight. He's 0-4 in the other three at-bats. Eli Parker is back out there for his second inning of work. And here's the pitch. This one just snaps the outside corner. So Wagner's going to have to stay put. Now 3-1 count. Parker was greeted in the nicest way possible. The leadoff home run to left field off the bat of Colin Shreves. Started his night on the 8th and then retired the next three on a strikeout, a pop-out, and a fly-out as Wagner looks at one outside for ball four. He's on with a leadoff walk to start the Renegades' ninth inning. So Wagner issued the walk. The first walk given up by Eli Parker came on in relief of Jacob Strobel, who gave up the four runs but really pitched a nice ball game. He worked fast. He attacked the strike zone. And even when he did miss outside and couldn't find it, gave up four walks, was able to come back and strand a lot of base runners. So Ford will step in with a runner on first base. We'll see if he could lay into one and do some damage once again. That would be nice, wouldn't it? So Fuller, right-handed batter, facing right-handed pitching Parker. Here's the pitch. This one hit in the air and gets out of play. Foul ball for strike one. It has cooled off a lot here at the ballpark in Nevada. Sun obviously completely set as it's at 921 here p.m. local time. I don't know why I felt the need to say local time considering we're still in the state of Missouri in the same time zone. So, But if you're listening outside of Missouri, it's 921 here. As this pitch loops in there for call strikes. Now 0-2 on the right fielder, Luke Fuller. And then right in the third spot, he's been a great, had a great night at the plate. He walked in the first, flew out to left in the third, then singled for an RBI in the fifth before homering in the seventh. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Wagner goes, and this one fouls off, so Wagner will have to head on back to first base. Defensive swing there, trying to stay alive in an no-ball two-strike count. So Fuller officially two for three with three RBIs. He's been on base three out of four times. We're going to get something going in the ninth year for the Renegades. Jefferson City will be at home the next two nights before an off-day Monday, then back at it starting Tuesday in St. Joe. This one fouled off once again off the bat of four, so he stays alive. Turned out to be a really nice night here at the ballpark, not to mention the free ice cream they were giving out. So a really nice night. If you're if you're staying here in or around Nevada, sweeping the Renegades are coming back for some later games this season, come out and watch us play. Wagner off a first, 0-2 count on Fuller. He doesn't run, and once again a foul ball. Three straight of them off the bat of Luke Fuller and keeps us put right here at no balls and two strikes. Better yet, come to, come make the trip to Vivian Field. Come see the Renegades play at home at Vivian Field. You'll most likely see me greeting you with a smile and handing out tickets as you walk over the bridge. So make the trip out there. Wagner goes, pitch low and away, and it skips away, so Wagner will head on up to second base. He gets the stolen base. Renegades have had a couple of those tonight. Wilsmeyer stole two in the fifth alone. And now a runner in scoring position with no outs on the top of the ninth inning. Wagner started this inning with a walk. Just stole second base. 
And now Luke Fuller, who has had a very nice at-bat, looks at ball two here outside, and his at-bat will continue. Now two balls and two strikes. Felt off four in a row pitches in an 0-2 count, and now has worked it even. So even if he is recorded out, has made this pitcher, Eli Perker, work. After walking the leadoff batter, Cole Wagner, he leads off a second. They don't hold him on. And here's the 2-2. This one misses high, and now it's run all the way back to full. This has been impressive by the Renegades right fielder. And with the slight loss of command, back-to-back three-in-a-row balls now, they're going to have a quick meeting at the mound between the catcher, Noakes, and the pitcher, Parker. I'm sure they would not like to have to climb out of any more than a two-run deficit. They've were trailing by two at one other point in this game before quickly tying it on a two-run home run off the bat of Gray. And then immediately fell behind once again, and with another run potentially out at second base, I'm sure... They would like to record Fuller as the first out of this inning and not let the Renegades play add-on here in the top of the ninth. So after the meeting, Fuller back in. Parker sets at the mound. He quickly checks Wagner leading off a second. He's dancing out there. And here's the pitch way up and in, and that's ball four. Back-to-back -back runners reach for the Renegades. They've got something here to start the ninth inning. What a great at-bat by Luke Fuller. He was behind 0-2, and then foul after foul after foul, and then eventually saw four straight balls as Eli Perker just could not put him away. It may not show much on the stat sheet, but that's got to be one of the best at-bats of the night. I'm going to go ahead and spoil right now. If the Renegades get this last three outs and hang on to win the game, I, without a doubt, will be giving my Player of the Game nomination. This one way inside of Jackson Lovich. Player of the Game nomination to Luke Fuller, which means absolutely nothing if you were wondering so Fuller on for the fourth time tonight leads off a first Wagner off a second base he reaches for the second time and Lovich now ahead in a 1-0 count here's the pitch this one ripped but foul off the third base side it's not even one ball and one strike Lovich has reached twice once on a walk another on a pulled double down the left field line but he was caught too far off the bag at second and then caught in a rundown recorded as the third out when that occurred in the fifth inning now Betts here at the very least looking to advance the runners up to second and third and give two runners in scoring position with one out. But a chance for more. Pitch way in once again to Lovich. He's had two where he's had to turn the back because this came so far in. And now ahead, two balls, one strike to count. Renegades looking to get out of town and head back to Jefferson City this evening on a happy bus ride. They've got three outs to get, what is currently a two-run lead, but they've got a chance for more with two on and nobody out. Here's the 2-1 to Lovich inside once again, and now a 3-1 count on the DH for the Renegades. Brendan Perkins waits on deck. He's scored once on a single, has reached three times. He's a ball away from coming up, and a base is loaded, no out opportunity. Big pitch in this one is could potentially mean large in a Nevada comeback attempt if the Renegades can expand a two-run lead. Lovich in. Here's the 3-1. This one swung on and missed. Couldn't catch up with the heat there. Parker basically said, here it is. Go and hit it. And Lovich was late, and now it's run to a full count. So, now once again, another big pitch. Runners off first and second. Here's the 3-2. This one grounded out to short. Short stop chance. will flip to second. No, and he boots the ball, and it goes into left field. At all one run to scores. It went out to the center fielder. Lovich up to second. Over to third base goes the runner Fuller, and that'll bring home a run for the Renegades. Looked like a chance at a Taylor-made 
double play and Chance could not feel the ball and it goes all the way out into left center field and the Renegades not only score run, want to run, but have runners at second and third. Still nobody out. Air proving very large and that'll lead to a visit at the mound with the pitching coach and the infielders. Big defensive gaff there for Nevada. So Wagner, who led off this inning with a walk and then scores second, scores on the air from second base. Luke Fuller goes first to third. Once that ball was booted by the shortstop, it rolled all the way out into relatively deep left center field. It was a weird play, and one I originally off the bat thought we're going to be looking at runner on third, two outs, but Renegades will take it. It's now second and third, still nobody out. Heads up base running two by four to go first to third, and Lovich to hustle all the way out of the box and move all the way up to second base, and now a single potentially makes this a five-run game. Renegades leading now six to three. Fuller who walks now off the third and Lovich who just reached on the air out of second base. So Eli Parker's got work to do after the meeting. Infield is drawn in, all of them playing just about at the edge of the grass. They're trying to save a run. Runners at second and third. Here comes Perkins with nobody out. This one grounded foul, foul just over by the Nevada dugout. So now no balls, one strike count. Looking ahead to the bottom of the ninth inning, Nevada will have to score at least three runs. It's going to be Pickering, Piazza, and Noakes to follow four, five, six in the order for Nevada. All three batters this inning have reached for the Renegades. They've got a chance for more damage. It is pitched low and away, just gets away from the catcher. But runners stay put. That's forward at third and low, which is second. It's now 1-1 count on Perkins. Perkins flew out to center in the first, reached on an error in the fourth. Single to left and scored in the sixth before being hit by a pitch in the seventh. Did not move off of first base, though. It's now two on and nobody else. Big opportunity for Perkins. Here's the pitch. This one hit high in the air out to left field. Left fielder going back at the track, at the wall. This ball is headed for the trees. And they rule it a foul ball. Thought that one was gone for sure. And they rule that's a foul ball, so Perkins will have to head on back now behind in a 1-2 count. It was headed for the trees, but evidently on the left side of the foul pole. And that eventually went into the sky, lost it, and off the bat just assumed that it was going to stay fair. And umpires, when Perkins was basically at first base, ruled that it was a foul ball. It's now a 1-2 count. New life now for the pitcher, Eli Parker. Perkins now is going to have to battle. Infield still in. Here's the 1-2. This one way up and in. Actually went over the inside shoulder of Perkins. And now it's a 2-2 count. Nevada now trailing 6-3 after one run has already scored this inning on the air. Two on now with nobody out. Infield playing in. Parker sets. And here's the 2-2 two -two to Perkins. This one line foul and we'll stay put right here at 2-2. Two and two. Perkins after the foul ball. Does a couple check swings before stepping back into the box. And again, you'd feel good if they could at least add one more and make it a four-run game, potentially more. Here's the pitch. This one up and in again, and now it's run full to Perkins. First base is open, so would load the bases if Perkins were to reach, but would load the bases with nobody out and an add-on inning for the Renegades, already trailing, leading by two coming into this inning. They've scored once already. 
Here's a 3-2 to Perkins. This one wide out to left field, sinking fast. Left fielder's not going to have a play. One run scores. They're going to wave around Lovich as the throw comes into second base as a two-run single for Brandon Perkins. And even after his long fly ball went foul, he delivers with a two-run single. Renegades now up 7-3. Excellent at-bats being put together by the Renegades this inning. Perkins drives home two as when that ball fell, Lovich was already nearly to third base. Runner on third, Fuller held and those two were able to cross home plate nearly at the same time, and that's going to do it for Eli Parker. He does not record an out in this ninth inning, gives up three runs, and thanks to Brendan Perkins, his night is over. So we'll take a quick break. New pitcher coming on for the Griffins. We'll be back. Renegades lead this one 8-3 in the top of the ninth inning. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. New pitcher on for Nevada. Taken over after three runs were given up by Eli Parkers. This one is lofted in there. Misses high. It is number 22 that is entering the game. We'll have that name in just a second. It is a 2-0 count on the batter, Joe Herschler. Hits with a runner off of first base. That's Brendan Perkins, who drove in two runs on an RBI single. Drove in Lovich as Lovich was easily able to score. Runners going this one in there, a strike, and taking second easily is Perkins, and the throw goes into center field, so he's going to trot on up to third base, and the Renegades have another runner on third base with nobody out. So Perkins steals second and then advances to third on the throwing air. And a runner at third base, Renegades, could potentially score their fourth run of the inning if Herschler, who it was a called strike on the stolen base, could drive him in. And still nobody out, so defense, at least on the corners, will play in. 
Here's the 2-1. This one hit high in the air out to right field. It's in play. Both second baseman right fielder chasing after it, and that's going to drop in for a hit. Runner comes home to score. Herschel on his way to second base. He's in there just ahead of the tag as the ball got away, and that is an RBI double for the Renegades catcher, and coming home to score is Brennan Perkins. That ball kind of just found no man's land as the right fielder Miller came in. Schneider went out, and both of them had no play. And Herschel moved up to second base with the double and drives in a run. Not a whole lot the new pitcher can do there. That was not a hard hit ball at all, but just found no man's land. I'll give you that pitcher in just a moment. Have not had a chance to check the roster with so much going on. Next batter in is this pitch. Misses high and inside for ball one. It is Colin Shreves who went out to left field deep for a home run his last time up. Extended the Renegades lead from 4-3 to 5-3. They now lead in 9-3 thanks to four runs in this inning. This pitch is swung on a miss, went off speed there and got him a chase. So number 22, there is currently no, no 22 on this Nevada roster. It is a team that's been struggling with health and pitchers. At one point last week had only four healthy. There is one pitcher they have listed without a name, Mason Eastman. That would be my guess, but just know there is no number 22, and that's currently who is pitching. Is this one... Misses outside, so now a 2-1 count on Shreves. Three runners have scored this inning for the Renegades. Wagner, Fuller, Jackson Lovich, and Perkins. And Herschel off second base. They scored four runs without recording an out. 2-1 count now on Shreves. Here's the pitch. This one grounded weakly back to the pitcher. He's off the mound, bobbles the ball, but then is up with it and throws to first to retire Shreves. Moving up to third base on the play is Herschel, so a productive out, but... After six batters, the first out of this ninth inning is finally recorded by Nevada. So one out now to bring up Levi Meslowski, who does have an RBI on an infield single. That came with two outs in the sixth. At the time, they did a 2 nothing ball game. A much different game than it is now. And after two batters faced, they're going to pull that pitcher. So once again, we'll head to break. New one coming in for Nevada. We don't even really know who that was, but regardless... That will end his night as a new one is trotting in out of the bullpen. So we'll be back in just a moment as this top of the ninth continues on. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Third pitcher of the inning 
for the Nevada Griffins. After it took them just two to go the first eight, they've had to use three, only recorded one out in the top of the ninth inning. It has been a disaster for them, both on the mound and in the field. A couple of errors, a couple of blue pits, and a couple hard hit balls by the Renegades. They have gotten to work in the top of the ninth and have gone from a two-run lead to a six-run lead and a runner at third base with only one out. New pitcher is someone who has been in the lineup all night long. According to what I have in front of me, that is Richard Jefferson, who has been DH tonight, entering the game to pitch. Out of Kansas Christian, right-handed pitcher. Downing number 17 is now taken over after Mason Eastman went and just recorded one out, gave up one hit, the RBI double by Joe Hersler. Then got Shreve to ground out, but his night is done, and Eli Parker's book is closed on his final line, so he goes one inning pitch, one strikeout, two walks, two hits, five run to four of them earned. One of them coming around to score on the error made by the shortstop. That was chance way back in this inning when could have been nobody scored, runner on third, two out, and from there it's just been Renegades taking advantage. His first pitch misses outside of Mislowski. He's in an RBI spot, bats with runner on third as the corner infielders play in. One out, Herschel leads off a of third base, and pulling the string here on the pitch is Tomlinson, so he now evens things up at a ball and a strike. Taylor Hopkins waits on deck, batting in the nine spot. He could have a chance here in the ninth inning for an RBI if Ms. Loss, he can't deliver. Here's the 1-1. This one skips in there. Now one ball and one strike. Looked like Tanner Schmitz was going to be in line for some tough work in the ninth inning, going for a two-inning save, and now potentially we'll head back out there with six-run lead to work with. This pitch bends in, but it's just high. So now three and one on the first baseman. We'll see, maybe. Now that they're up six, we'll see if the Renegades even potentially preserve Schmidt's arm and have someone else come in to get the final three outs. You would think most pitchers on this roster would be capable of that, but who knows? We'll see. Here's a 3-1 pitch on the way. This one just outside, and he'll trot on down to first base. That's Meslowski with the one-out walk. So far this inning, seven base runners have come to the plate, and six of them have reached... So third pitcher of the inning, first batter he faces. It's Richard Tomlinson on the mound, and first batter he faces Levi Mazlowski. He walks him, and now first and third, still one out for the Renegades, stepping in now Taylor Hopkins. Runners take their leads. First pitch is swung on a miss. Hopkins late on that one. Trying to snap an 0-for-4 skid here tonight. Could be a pretty big pick-me-up here if he could drive in the runner out at third base. That's Hersler. Hopkins made a fine dive and grab out of shortstop earlier tonight on defense. Pitch on the way. This one hit in the air. Foul ball out of place. Now 0-2 on Hopkins. He's got two strikeouts, a ground out, and a pop out. Renegades have played a major add-on here in the ninth. Came into this inning leading 5-3. They're now up 9-3 and still have runners on first and third with one out. Here's the 0-2 pitch to Hopkins. Swung and hit high in the air. Coming in, shallow center field, it's De Leon still running in, and that ball's going to drop in no man's land. Ball's still kicking ways, the runner will come home to score, that's Herschler from third base, and an RBI single for Taylor Hopkins as troubles on defense for the Nevada Griffins continue, as I don't think really anyone called that ball, and it just dropped all in between the shortstop, the center fielder, and the right fielder. But no one put glove on it, so an RBI single, and that puts the Renegades in double digits, and Taylor Hopkins reaches base for the first time tonight. He gets an RBI single, bringing home Joe Herschel from third base. On the play, Mazlowski also moved up to second base. 
So now Boyer, excuse me, not Boyer, I went to the number 10 spot where I had the pitcher written in. We're going back to the top of the lineup. It's Ty Wilsmeyer, the ninth batter of the inning to hit, and still only one out as he swings and misses for strike one. Renegades have sent all nine to the plate, scored five runs, and still have two on with only one out. Here's the 0-1 to Wilsmeyer. Misses low now, even one ball, one strike. The first five batters come to the plate in the inning. Wagner, Fuller, Lovich, Perkins, and Herschler, all five of them scored. And still two more on him as Lusky and Hopkins. The Yates are now leading by seven. Here's the pitch. This one bends in there. Called strike one ball and two strikes. That was a big looping pitch. Would assume maybe the curveball there. Don't have the, the luxury of what pitch exactly in front of you. But if I had to make a guess based on the movement of that thing. Here's the 1-2 to Wilmsmeyer. This one misses outside. It's now 2-2 two two on the second baseman and leadoff hitter for Jeff City. He's had a very productive night. Grounded out in the first, but has then reached base in his next three plate appearance on a two walks and a single. Has scored twice and has two stolen bases, both of them in the same inning. Here's the 2-2 two two to Wilmsmeyer. This one bends in there, and they're going to ring up Wilmsmeyer. Called strike three, and that'll be the second out of the inning, courtesy of a backwards K. So Wagner will step in. Long ago, he led off this ninth inning, led it off with a walk, still second, then came around to score on the error committed by the shortstop, came around to score from second base on the play. He could continue to increase this Renegade's lead with two outs, grounds this one to short, chance moves to his left, will make the throw over to first base and gets the out. So after a long top of the ninth, when the dust settled, the Renegades have scored five runs and hold a comfortable seven-run lead as we'll head to the bottom of the ninth. Three outs to go. Renegades looking to move to 7-9 on the season. We'll be back for the bottom of the ninth in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Three outs, ladies and gentlemen, stand between the Renegades and a victory here this evening. They lead 10-3 thanks to scoring five runs in the top of the ninth inning. They were leading by just two runs and play a whole lot of add-on. And new pitcher in is Schmitz is relieved. Would assume have to be thanks to the fact that the Renegades scored so many runs. New pitcher is on for the Renegades. It is number 18, who I don't currently have right in front of me. And if they announce, I will get you that name. Might be Grayson Ironman. That was one of the other pitchers scheduled to throw tonight. I believe that is who it is. So into the lineup, and here is the first pitch of the ninth, and swung on a miss to Andrew Pickering. He's behind now 0-1. It is Ironman who has come into pitch looking to get the final three outs. So Renegades, according to plan, is going for them in terms of the pitchers that they wanted to use, wanted to use three, and they're three outs away from completing that successfully. Ironman's next pitch is low. So now one ball and one strike on Pickering. He is 0-2, did walk and score. That was in the seventh inning. Scored a sack fly that at the time made it a 4-3 ball game. Renegades were holding just a one-run lead before a home run, and then a whole lot more in the ninth has widened the gap. Here's the 1-1 from Ironman. This one skips in there. Bounces off of Hersler and gets away a little bit, but no one on, so it does not matter. It'll be Pickering, Piazza, and Noakes. D.H. Tomlinson to follow who came in to pitch. He would hit if any of them can reach. Ironman looking to get the final three outs. Not a save opportunity with the Renegades leading by seven. Pitch on the way is grounded weakly in front of the first base bag. That is going to stay fair. And Mislowski picks it up and steps on the bag. That one was weakly hit. And the only question would be whether or not that would stay playable. And it did. And almost right on top of the bag, Mislowski scooped it up and stepped on first for out number one. Nicely worked coming to the ballgame by Grayson Ironman. Want to give a shout out too to Tanner Schmitz. Came in in just a two run ball game, looking to potentially pick up a six out save. Won't get the save, but he'll get the hold. And if not for a barrage of runs scored by the Renegades on top of the ninth, almost surely would have been back out here for the bottom half of this inning. So now Ironman records the first out, misses ball one here. Luke Piazza steps in. He's got two strikeouts and was. Robbed of a hit on a line out by the diving shortstop Taylor Hopkins his last time up. Open stance, left-handed batter. Swings and lost this one out to center field. Coming in is Wagner, still coming in. Slides and makes the slide and grab. No, he dropped the ball. The horizontal pole right in front of me obstructed whether I could see whether he caught that or not. Thought he went into a slide and made the grab, but it apparently skipped out of his glove, and that allows the base runner to reach. Would have been a nice slide and grab anyway. Assume that'll be ruled as a single. Would have been a nice catch. And Piazza reaches for the first time tonight. Tell you what, as much as I love the setup here, it's a couple of view obstructions have, have caused me to, on the, the home run earlier, thought it was a ground rule double. That one right there, basically when Wagner went into a slide, he was dead even with the pole right in front of me. It's now one out, one on. Ironman gives up the single to the left-handed batting Piazza. And now we'll face Noakes with one on. 
So I had the first batter, Andrew Pickering. Grounded out to first base to get this inning going. And then Ironman just allowed the single. In relief of Boyer and Tanner Schmitz. Ironman sets. Quick check of the runner. And here's the pitch on the way. Grounded inside at third base. They'll take the sure out at first as Shreves throws the cross. Perfect throw to Mazlowski. And that is out number two. Renegades and out away from sealing a victory. So it'll be all up to Richard Richard Tomlinson to try and continue this ball game. Dual, dual athlete just pitched last inning. Could he be the next Shohei Otani? Maybe take one out of the yard here. That would be something Shohei would do. He's been doing it all this week. Ironman looking to record the final out. Here's the first pitch. Swing and a miss. Gets this one by him. He's got two ground outs and a single this inning. Tomlinson with a ground out, a pop out, then an RBI sack fly to left in the seventh, which, I, like I said at the time, made it a one-run ball game. Much different story now. Tying run is sitting in the dugout seven or eight batters away. So not a big threat here. Renegades up 10-3, to three, two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, and now in a no-ball, two-strike count after a foul ball off the bat of Tomlinson. And Ironman a strike away and out away from getting the Renegades off a two-game losing streak. See if he can pick it up right here. Runner off second base. That's Piazza takes his lead, advanced on the ground out. Ironman sets. Here's his 0-2 pitch. This one swung on and grounded foul off to the left side. And we stay locked right here at no balls and two strikes. Renegades have not been able to play consistent baseball. No winning streaks or losing streaks. Most they've lost in a row is two. And most they've won in a row is two. They're consistently inconsistent. Looking to pick up the win here tonight. They've got just one out to get. Leading this one 10-3. Here's the 0-2 pitch. This one swung and grounded out to short. Hopkins to his left. It takes a wicked hop, and he's going to have no play at first base. Actually threw the ball anyway, and it gets away from Mazlowski, and that'll allow a run to score. Probably not a ball he should have thrown because there really was no play to get the hustling Tomlinson, but it was low as he rushed it, and that allows the runner Piazza to come all the way around to second base and score the fourth run of the ball game. So that'll be an error, no RBI that arouse, allows Richard Tomlinson to reach. No run charged to Ironman. And throw that allowed the runner to come home and score. That was Piazza. Otherwise, would have stayed at third base. So now, once again, two outs. This first pitch pumped in there, a called strike to Grant Miller. He's one for three with a single, struck out the two other times. Really could apply two errors on the play. First on the booted ground ball that allowed Tomlinson to reach, and then on the throw that allowed the run to score. So now here's the pitch. This one grounded off to the right side, and now 0-2. So once again, the Renegades are a strike away from saying goodnight to this ballpark and heading back home with a victory. A fun little fight going on for that foul ball between the first baseman, Levi Mezlowski, and the first base coach. That's good stuff. You like to see that. It's a turn into a six-run ball game with the first base coach and the first baseman fighting for that foul ball. Some smiles shared, and it was Levi Mezlowski, by the way, who won that battle. 0-2 pitch. This one misses low. Gets away. Runner Tomlinson will trot on up to second base. No throw from Hersler. It's now one ball, two strikes on Grant Miller. Mo DeLeon, the number nine hitter, waits on deck if this ball game were to continue. Miller and the Joplin. Not the Joplin. I made it all game. I made eight and two-thirds innings before doing it, ladies and gentlemen. I was close. I was right there. The Nevada Griffins are down to their last gasp. One strike left on their evening. Runner now off, second base after the wild pitch. Ironman sets, 
And here's the one-two pitch. This one bounces in again, and that bites the wicked ricochet and goes to the backstop runner now moving up to third base. That one didn't even make it to home plate on a bounce. Took a wild hop off the catcher Hersler and went over by the Nevada Griffins dugout, and now runner moves up to third base. So still two balls, two strikes, one runner on. That would be the fifth runner of the ball game. And a 2-2 count. Ironman's wide. Here it comes. This one swung on and missed. They're going to say he did not make contact. The ball gets away, but the throw goes to first. And that's a Renegades win, ladies and gentlemen. 10-4, the final score. Hosher, congratulatory handshake with the umpire. Tells him thanks for calling a great game. And now even more handshakes to go around now daps up his pitcher, Ironman, who gets the final three outs of the ballgame, gives up one run, but is an unearned run, and caps off a Renegades victory. Final score, 10-4. to They put a fifth run on the scoreboard, but came on the drop third strike. Don't really think that one will count. Should be a 10-4 final score. And they go Boyer, Schmitz, Ironman to win the ballgame in the Renegades. Now celebrating on the infield. Good night all around for a scream at the ballpark. A win for the Renegades, and they improve now on the season to 7-9 after the 10-4 victory here tonight. couple shout-outs give stars of the game. Luke Fuller for sure. His two-run bomb to left field put the Renegades up 4-2. Colin Shreves a solo bomb to extend it to 5-3 when the Renegades had holding on to just a one-run lead. A couple of the other ones I can give a shout-out to. Uh, Brendan Perkins, after looking like he had just hit a three-run bomb out to left, apparently was fouled, but he comes right back with a two-RBI single. And got to talk about the Renegades pitching. Braden Boyer gets the win, seven innings. Gives up three earned runs with six strikeouts, three hits allowed. Tanner Schmitz goes one inning, two strikeouts, one hits, and no runs. And then Grayson Ironman, the final inning, he does not strike out a batter, but gets the three outs required. Gives up one run, but an unearned run thanks to a couple of errors made. Losing pitcher on the evening will go to the way of Jacob Strobel, but really not a bad effort at all. Seven innings, six strikeouts, four walks, seven hits, Seven runs, seven earned, but if not for the, the couple of weak RBI singles, one that didn't leave the infield and the other that just barely got out and blooped in, and then the two-run bomb, what it looked like a much different line. So Renegades win, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be a happy bus ride back home, and myself along with the Renegades players. They're the ones that did all the hard work, not me. We'll get to celebrate. So with that, just about ready to wrap it up here, but make sure to tune back in. Tomorrow night, it'll be either Blake or myself back on the call at Vivian Field as the Renegades now coming off one straight win. That's the best way to start a winning streak. Got to win the first. We'll face the daily at home. So come out to the ballpark and celebrate Saturday night with us. Hopefully we're in line for the good one as the Renegades have played Sedalia a bunch of times, and they have been a lot of really good ones. We'll see if that continues tomorrow night, but I will sign off tonight for the last time. It's been a pleasure for Ben Schmidt and Ashley Cartier on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening in. Apologize once again for the technical difficulties that we had with the Wi-Fi and the lineup, but I think it turned out just about all right. Hope you enjoyed and hope to see you back listening tomorrow night. I'll sign off for the final time. Have a good rest of your Friday night, everyone. Enjoy. Don't party too hard. Renegades win this one 10-4, and we'll drive back home. See you later, everybody. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to 
to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journey or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.